0: I'm Jake. I'm John. What were we talking about? I don't remember. I don't either. You know why? I haven't posted the new one yet. Oh, that's true. So when we're recording this, we haven't posted the new, the newest episode yet. So we're just gonna start from scratch. The biggest thing that's happened to us recently, the Royal Rumble. Royal Rumble. Uh, yeah.
1: ba 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 ba.
0: It was do 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 do. Uh, the biggest news coming out of that was AJ Styles made his debut. Hooray! Here's the coolest thing about that. We all pretty much knew he was going to at least possibly show up at the Royal Rumble. Yes. But when he actually showed up at the Royal Rumble... That music hit. Holy shit. Like, none of us knew it was him. We didn't know the music. Because we were like, whose music is that? Who the... Is it him? him? <laughs> and then he just comes out, and it, as soon as you hear the crowd go, right up," Joey said, "I said somebody big." Yep. And it goes over. Fuck! There he is, yep. AJ Styles making his WWE debut in yep. the Royal Rumble, and making it uh, a good way through the match. Yeah, he came into, he gave it number three. And he left at nineteen. Yep. So he he made it a pretty good length of the match. Yeah. Um, very good showing. Um, and
1: his exit was perfect. Yeah. They couldn't book that better. Yeah,
0: Kevin Owens uh, was the one who eliminated him. Nobody else should have eliminated him. Yeah. Always had to be Kevin Owens. Because it just gives him more heat.
1: He thrives on it. Exactly. And then, oh, Sammy coming back too. Yes. uh, And then knocking him out right after. Like, no. Like, Kevin Owens wasn't even in the Royal Rumble that much.
0: No, he wasn't. I was surprised. Like, five minutes? He came out looking pretty strong,
1: though. He did. Considering, like, he was in a match where he was kind of injured. So, yeah, like, he did well. And then... Like he took him out, and then Kevin Owens was there, and Sammy's music hits, and Kevin's face was just like, "What?" The? Like he's all ghost.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck?" It well, was uh, not now. Really, really well done. Um, I've heard also whisperings that like, uh Sammy Zayn could be making his main roster debut. I hope, man, that'd be fun. They want to do that that way he can feud with Kevin Owens going into WrestleMania. Yeah, um, you know,
1: you know a good tag team partner for him. Who? Oh, I don't remember his name now. Hold on, I'll think of it. El Generico? No, (laughs) that'd be amazing. No, uh, Zack Ryder. Why? I don't know.
0: They look similar to me. They do look kind of (laughs) similar. They do. Zack Ryder's got his own thing going on in NXT, though. He's got the hype bros with some other guy. Some other kid. Yeah.
1: I don't know, it would just be fun. It would be fun. It's sort of stable.
0: I don't think... uh, I think... Uh, definitely, James Zane needs to be solo for right now. Oh, yeah. I don't want him in a taxi. His first feud, if he goes up against Kevin Owens, it's going oh to be huge. My God. Especially if they go up at WrestleMania. I feel like they should save that. They should. A little bit.
1: Like, they should have some animosity toward each other, and they should have a little bit of a rivalry. But I don't feel like they should really clash for a while.
0: I think they should tease it for a while. Yeah. Um, like,
1: always be at each other's throats.
0: I would honestly like it, even if it's like the first time they actually go at it. Like, they. It would be for a title, even if they wait that long. Even if it's for uh, the heavyweight championship, I don't believe that they would wait that long because Kevin Owens, uh, Kevin Owens actually probably by next year, he he will have. I will believe he has been a champion at least once. Yeah. Um. But uh, Intercontinental Championship, those two clash for that. Oh yeah, be that'd perfect. Be, that'd be awesome. But imagine that. I mean, just Sami Zayn. Formerly El Generico versus Kevin Owens, formerly Kevin Steen. They already have such huge history in the indies. In and even chemistry. already in NXT, they already have a huge history. Yeah, and great chemistry. And, oh, yeah, Every incredible time. chemistry. Speaking of that, I mean, Chris Jericho and AJ Styles on Raw this week. Oh, yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. That was... I caught part of it. I didn't watch the whole match. Oh, my God, dude. It was good.
1: Yeah. I read about it. I saw some.
0: But... It's, uh... I it's not watch it. And I found it right online because people obviously were tweeting about, like, who booked this? This is awesome. Chris Jericho chimed in uh, and told them who booked it. He said, actually, Vince McMahon booked it.
1: Damn.
0: So that's kind of, a, I think, a little jab at the people who always talk about how much of how out of touch Vince is uh, with the current product. Which, don't me wrong, he's older. He is definitely out of touch in some aspects. But the fact that he even knew to give us AJ Styles, if it's true, if he gave us AJ Styles versus uh, Chris Jericho. Yeah.
1: The question is, is, did he make it? Like, did he book it 100% or did someone tell him, like, this should be a good idea? AJ Styles is really good. You should put him up against someone that can push him.
0: Yeah, that's and, that's and kind of where cause I'm. Because
1: he could have been, like, like they could have told him, like, he's good. You need to use him. Like, push him with somebody good. And okay, are like, okay, well, put him with Jericho? Yeah, I mean, that could have been the case. Because uh, that's still good on his part. But if he didn't come up with 100 of the idea, then
0: in any case, he, yeah, if he, he doesn't, probably I think he knows though. That. I think he knows AJ Styles. He it might be out. I think he knows AJ Styles is good. Oh yeah, um, he's got to know AJ Styles is one of the easily the best, one of the best, if not the best, on the Indies. Yeah, and right now, currently in the, on the product, he's one of the best on the roster. Yeah, um, I'm just interested to see what kind of story they do with him. I'm excited to see what they do. Yeah, because our, our first rumor was Kevin Owens, which would be great. It would be, but at the same time, I would imagine they would have already
1: teased that. If have... if, if Sami Zayn didn't come out and eliminate Owens right after, I would say probably. Yeah, but since he did, it kind of looks like Owens and Zayn. Yeah,
0: which it could still go because I mean, Owens or it and, could it be a triple threat? It could be. Get the it, oh my god, get the three of them together. Owens and uh, Owens and AJ went at it though. As soon as Owens entered the Rumble match, yeah, it was uh, it was good. Yeah, it was like there. It was like they them, pulled focus so hard. On it them. was like their handshake. It was like I was like, oh my god, you're here! Oh my god! Oh my god! And just punching. <laughs> the- oh my
1: god! This is amazing! Welcome to the <laughs>
0: <laughs> It was really good. Though. It was the most exciting Rumble. There's some people bitching about it, but oh. I thought it was a great Rumble. I and I. But the problem is, is like after those guys left, it kind of slowed down. It did slow down. Um, I know I've
1: got a friend of mine is isn't very happy that Triple H won, but
0: it w- it worked well. Triple H had to win. This. I know. It worked really well. <laughs> That's the thing. Like Everybody's complaining about that and they think it's an ego trip. I don't think it is. And one,
1: he's, I feel like he's a, doing it to push talent. He's not doing he it is. because it's helping him. He's because doing it
0: because... This he, explanation I gave I, I'm on, on Facebook, I'm on a group called Rasslin. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. uh, some people in there were bitching about Uh, Triple H went in, just an ego trip, and that it should have been Dean Ambrose who won it. First of all, no. Dean Ambrose is not ready yet.
1: No. I I don't want to say that.
0: He's not even involved in that stuff. No, he's not. It it wouldn't make any sense at all. Uh, And the problem I have is that Dean Ambrose is very good, and he will be a champion. He will be the champion one day. Um, I just think... I think Triple H and Vince realize kind of what they did wrong with Roman Reigns, they realize they pushed him too uh, too hard too fast, and they're seeing the results of that now, and they don't want to do that trip to Dean Ambrose, so they're doing doing a slow burn for him. He's so the most over guy right below AJ Styles because I, I, like I, I think right now, yeah, AJ Styles is the most over guy right now. Um, so they realize that, and what Triple H is doing. It, this is obviously all my opinion. Triple H. He's not stupid. He knows what the internet wrestling community thinks of him. They know he thinks he buries talent. They know he thinks he's egotistical. I'm not saying he
1: probably didn't in the day, but now. Oh,
0: absolutely. Now he's smart enough and he's playing into that because he's playing the egotistical uh, heel. He's playing, I am the champion. I deserve to be the champion. And going on that route, he knows that the fans are going to eat it up. It'll give him fucking nuclear heat. Oh, yeah. And what will that do against the person who's going against him? Yeah. But boost them up. They want Roman Reigns to be the guy. And he's going to be the guy regardless of what anybody says. Even if he has seen a like uh, reactions, he's going to be the guy. Yeah. That's just what's going to happen.
1: But <clears throat> you know, as far as the Ambrose thing goes, like it's obvious that they, they want him. and They're pushing him. Absolutely. They left him out alone
0: with Triple H. Yeah. He was yeah. the last guy in the Rumble. Yeah. Reigns wasn't. Ambrose was. Yeah. That's incredible.
1: Yeah, it could have been anyone. They could have left it to, to, well, to AJ Styles. They could have left it to Jericho. They could have left it. To they left
0: it to Ambrose. Anyone. They Ambrose. know it's important that he yeah. was the last guy, and that's why I think I think they're building towards him eventually being champion. I
1: do believe, and he, and I hate me, saying it. He gave it, him a
0: run for his money. He
1: did. Like they let him push. Like it and could have went either way. <laughs> like we was, knew how it was going to end. Yeah, we knew. But it was from watching it,
0: it's like, it damn, be, what are they doing? That was the first year and first time in a long time that I've actually watched. I'm like, who is gonna win? Until Triple H came in, then well, I was, okay, well, well it's gonna be Triple H. down, it's kind well, of yeah. Then we knew that, but like it was like we see we see Dean Ambrose Triple H like, are they gonna give it to Dean Ambrose? And I was kind of excited, you know. And even though it would be too soon for so him, like it'd be cool to see him with the fucking championship. That'd be awesome. Uh, but it, uh, it definitely is too soon. They know that they they kind of pushed too quick on uh, Roman Reigns. And they see the reaction. They don't want that with Dean Ambrose. Now, here's the downside. I do think, unfortunately, what's going to end up happening is Dean Ambrose is going to turn heel soon.
1: Yeah.
0: Which is unfortunate because he is the most one of the most over guys in the company. And you're going to take him and turn him heel. Right. But I don't know if that's going to work to their advantage. Because if he turns heel all of a sudden, then the crowd's going like, fuck him. And just boo him. I mean, he's going to be a top heel. And if they turn Roman Reigns heel instead, the crowd will cheer. They'll do like what they would do. That's why they can't turn John Cena heel now. Yeah. Because if they turn John Cena heel now. They'll cheer him. They'll cheer him. Same thing, I think, with Roman Reigns. He will cheer that he turned heel. They'll be happy that he turned heel because it's what he needs to be. He does need to be a heel, but it'll have an opposite effect. They won't boo him. They'll be happy he is. Yeah.
1: I wish fans would know and be like, him, they turn him heel, we want him heel, boo him. Yeah. That's how you cheer him. Yeah, exactly. I don't understand that mindset. It's like, you want them to be heels, you cheer them, like,
0: you want them to be heels so you
1: boo them. Exactly. It's like cheering for bad guys. Like
0: Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens gets shit tons of boos. Yeah. He is one of the top heels right now because he gets such a huge reaction. He is great. He feeds on it. And here's the thing. I can't imagine a world where he's a face. Oh my God, it'd be so weird. It's, he's been I, healed for so long <laughs> exactly I can't imagine it's like obviously John,
1: like John Cena is like we can't turn him face exactly <laughs> I
0: think that's what the thing with John Cena like we can't turn him face I mean or can't turn him heel it's, uh, it's not gonna make sense anymore
1: okay with Kevin Owens it's like, we can't turn him we can't turn
0: him face exactly it weird the only way People they'll doing. ever be able to turn him face is if he comes out to save Sami Zayn because when Sami Zayn out if they the came
1: boat, out and he saved him and they did a tag team
0: then he would turn face yeah and and that would be amazing he would be happy with that uh sammy Zayn. whenever he does hit the main roster he will be one of the most over guys oh yeah instantly he's so fun obviously it's like, so much fun and here's the thing people will always say that because they're over they should be in the title picture it's not always true kevin owens shouldn't be in the title picture right now he's no. not ready for it and there's nothing against him because he is easily one of the best talents they yeah, have he's phenomenal if, if they have aj styles they have kevin his, owens but he needs
1: his experience in the wwe absolutely and he's same thing with Sami Zayn,
0: he'll need, same He's going to need a couple run runs with the Intercontinental Championship or even the United States Championship. I'm surprised
1: Championship. they put Kevin Owens against Cena so fast.
0: Yeah, that was, a, a, it did a good thing for him. Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> there were some iffy decisions there, but in any case, it was good Yeah, for him. It was a good exposure. Um, one thing I was excited about whenever it happened in the, in the Royal Rumble was um, Bray White and Triple H faced off. It's a match I didn't know I wanted because as soon as they finished, I was like, "Fuck, this is going to be awesome!" Yeah, and then Triple X eliminated him if I'm right. Um, but it was really cool just to see him. It's kind of like hinting that Bray Wyatt doesn't give it. He's a heel. He doesn't give a shit who's in power. He's in his own power. He's going to take over yeah. the WWE. He does what he wants when he wants. Exactly, and that's why he, whenever he goes up against Brock Lesnar, he needs to beat him. Yeah, that is of the utmost importance. He needs to be the one who beats Brock Lesnar, one hundred percent. He has to. It has to look like a, he has to look like a legitimate threat mm-hmm. to everybody. So I think uh, <clears throat> I was talking to uh, Zach uh, about this, and he said, you know, Brock is not going to be there to build the build the feud, which he actually is scheduled for more Raws and Smackdowns coming up here soon. Uh, he's going to be a fast line, obviously. And then building into WrestleMania, he's going to have either quite a bit. But the thing is, you don't need him there to build the feud. You have Paul Heyman, one of the best mouthpieces ever in wrestling. yeah, And Bray Wyatt, easily one of the best on the microphones today. yeah. They can build the feud by themselves. They don't need Brock Lesnar there. Brock Lesnar doesn't need to talk, ever. Yeah. <laughs> he's fucking terrible on the yeah, mic. he's not so good I remember whenever he signed that contract against, uh, like, I can't remember who it was. He was uh, John Cena, I think it was. Cena, yeah. And his, they gave him the microphone, and he just leaned back in his chair talking about what he wanted. He's like, and I want this, and this is what I want. I'm not going to sign this until I get this, which is what I want. And he kept going on, like, oh, my God, he's having a stroke. Somebody fucking help him. We get it. You want it. But he wouldn't say what it was. He just kept saying that phrase. This is what I want. It's like, fucking tell us then. He does not know how to work a microphone at all. And that's not a problem for him because he's a beast. This thing looked weird. (laughs) I speak into it. I I speak into it? Yeah? Okay. I want this. Breaks it in half. Breaks it in half. Does this work now? I broke pipe bomb. I think, um, honestly... Uh, another thing that's on the people's minds is Daniel Bryan. He is supposed to have been cleared by a third doctor. Yeah, not just any doctor either. One from uh, UCLA. Concussion specialist. Yeah. He's been cleared. Now, I've gone back and forth with Joey on this a little bit sometimes. I 100% understand if WWE is truly hesitant to put him back on.
1: I I understand it as a company.
0: Um... Mm -hmm. He has kind of proven to be a risk. And it's not his fault. I'm not blaming him. He just... Lately, at least, tends to get hurt. It's as soon as they pushed him into the main event, he got started getting hurt. Yeah. Uh, which is unfortunate. Um, so they're obviously going to be hesitant to put him back in. Uh, some people think that... Like Joey, think that WWE is afraid that they're going... He's going to... The reaction is going to take away... From their show, from WrestleMania, I don't think that's a hundred percent true. I do think that personally, I think he's clear to go. I think Vince has given the okay. I think that ever since Daniel Bryan put up a tweet saying, "Come on WWE, when are you going to uh, when are you going to clear me?" He put that up on his own official Twitter. From that point on, it felt like a work. It felt like, okay, he's been cleared, and they're just waiting.
1: Yeah.
0: Now, I think he is cleared. I think it would have been dumb to put him in the Rumble. Because as soon as he enters that Rumble, the fans go ape shit and want him to win, and no matter who wins it, the crowd will be against it. Yeah, I, I Now, it would have been okay, kind of, because Triple H would have been the one to win it. But then after that, people would have expected him to be in the main event picture. And he they're, doesn't need to be. They're waiting until they finish this run with... Exactly, Rome. I think we might. It a little bit. I think we might even not see him back until after WrestleMania, which yes, it could be because they don't want to take away from the show. Because it's not his fault at all; it's the fans' fault. They hijack the show whenever their boy isn't in the main event. And I get that the fans dictate what happens, but the story they've laid plans for now doesn't call for Daniel Bryan to be in the main event, right? Now you could appease them a little bit and put him on the on WrestleMania, which they might because they have a very, very slim roster. They're on a skeleton crew right now. Yeah, they could go ahead, put him on the show, put him up against the Undertaker, put him up against uh, AJ Styles or Kevin Owens. I say AJ Styles would be fun. Um, and they they could do that, and I don't think the fans would be as mad because they know they're going to get a fucking five star match out of them. Um. I mean,
1: they, he, he, honestly, like he's
0: gotta work his way back. He's, he's been gonna, out for a while. He needs he doesn't need to work some, some matches and slow down, I think. Yeah. He he I mean he's a very stiff worker. He goes hard. Um that's some people said that they would like to see him go up against Brock Lesnar. I don't. Yeah. Brock Lesnar's too rough. Uh and it's again, that's just Brock Lesnar's style. He's a stiff worker. Sometimes it doesn't look like he knows that wrestling's fake. And he just beats Is he still the shit.
1: in the UFC? Is he still fighting?
0: <laughs> no, it's
1: crazy. Someone told me he had a match last month. Seriously? Yeah, against Cain Velasquez, and Velasquez like cracked him really good. Like, well,
0: here he had the last he had a match against Cain Velasquez before he came back to WWE. See, that's
1: what I thought. But he said it was last month.
0: No, and I he's was not. like, WWE will not allow him to fight in UFC. That's
1: what I thought. But he was like, I swear, I watched it last month, and I was like,
0: they might have watched it last month. But it did... Yeah, yeah, he did... Well, they're, he did they're saying it was a they are saying it was a live event. No. Okay. It's not. 100%, I'll tell you that. Right now, it's not. Uh, the fact... I think the last UFC fight was... where Ronda Rousey got her ass kicked.
1: Okay.
0: I think that was the last one. Um, but no, watched. definitely one. WWE is not going to let their prize that. fighter go... and kind of I thought. ...fight UFC. That'd be dumb on their part. Um... Yeah, sure. Yeah. Go make a bunch of money for another company. That's and kind of our hurt. Exactly. It's <laughs> stupid. <laughs> That's kind
1: of what I thought of it.
0: Um, I haven't seen him in a while, so I didn't know if like he has a dual like, contract or something. Yeah, like he, had he a- did almost sign with them. He did almost, but WWE came out came at him with a lot of money. Yeah, um, and rightfully so because. If people like he just ran away with his tail tucked between his legs, he took a shit ton of money to not actually get hurt. Yeah, like he's play fighting now for more money than he would have in UFC. So fuck you. That's, yeah, and I think he knows that he, he can't be he can't roll with top anymore. guy. Yeah, he's, he's not. He's getting too old, and his stamina sucks. His stamina does. Die. He, I mean, he knows that. He knew. I, it. I think whenever he came back because he lost the fight to Velasquez, right? Um, and then he came back and fought Velasquez again. Right. And lost. If, I'm, if I remember right, if I'm playing this right in my head. Came back. Oh, no, 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 no. No. He got he got hurt because he had that intestine issue. Right. And then got he was gone. Him. He was the heavyweight champion, but they had an interim champion. And Keanu okay, Velasquez was the interim champion. And then Brock Lesnar came back uh, to fight him after getting everything all fixed up. He almost had to retire because of that. And then he, I think he came back. I, to me, I think it was a test. I think he was trying to see if he could still go. And he lost, and he knew he couldn't do it anymore. Yeah. So, and I think his run in WWE made him think, well, maybe I can go back in the UFC. And then they came at him with more money. He's like, I don't want to risk it. Fuck it. And yeah, just am cushy. Yeah. <laughs> so, I think he's I think he's good now. Uh, I think he's just in WWE for, for good until he retires. Really? Um, But I think uh, I definitely don't want him to go up against Dan O'Brien. Especially with Daniel Bryan being kind of a risk for concussions and neck injuries. Yeah, I don't want him. To, I don't want anybody getting hurt in wrestling. First of all, they can't afford it anymore. Right. They've lost most of their talent. Um, but definitely Daniel Bryan up against Brock Lesnar would be a fantastic match. That does not need to be his first match back. No. He needs to work into it. A match against Kevin Owens would be good. A match against AJ Styles would be good. But mm-hmm. I think a better match would be him against Undertaker. Him and Heath Slater. I made some predictions <laughs> for WrestleMania this <to laughs> year. Fucking
1: Heath Slater. I do like Heath Slater. Now. I do. He's fun.
0: I think, but I made some predictions on that ra- wrestling uh, website or Facebook page or whatever it is. Uh, and so far, it seems to be going that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, my prediction was Bray Wyatt versus Brock Lesnar. Um, I have AJ Styles versus Kevin Owens. Uh, would I would have Daniel Bryan versus Undertaker Triple H versus Roman Reigns Dean Ambrose versus Sheamus uh, I had Chris Jericho versus Alberto Del Rio
1: That'd be fun
0: Um I had the three women in wrestling the fucking only three real good ones I have uh, Charlotte Sasha Banks and Becky Lynch yeah. going at it for the Divas Championship and I heard
1: rumors about Bayley coming
0: I've so, heard that too, but I think I think that's just I think they're content with her right now in in uh, NXT. She won't come if she comes up. It won't be till after uh, WrestleMania. Okay. Um, and then I have the I'm tag really, team I really championship. Like Sasha Banks. I do really like Sasha Banks. One, she's very pretty. Cool, yeah. Two, oh my god, she's fucking brutal in the ring. I'm not, She's the boss. She is the boss. Legit.
1: <laughs> Legit boss. Legit boss in the
0: ring. She is. Charlotte's not bad. Charlotte's really good in the ring. She's terrible on the microphone. Yeah, and that's what goes And about. not very good at acting. That's so much. Becky Lynch on the other hand very, However, good, on the, very good on the microphone. <clears throat> very good at acting. Okay in the ring. Yeah. She's not great in the ring but she, she's, she's really got potential. good. potential. Yeah. She's still young though. She's yeah. very young. I'm in love with her. Of course you are. Sorry. Irish. Yeah. Steampunk yeah. Irish. Uh. Steampunk Irish. She loves Warcraft. Just... Everything you love, she's very attractive. I played Warcraft for forever though. I played Warcraft for thirty minutes. Like World of Warcraft or Warcraft, Warcraft, World of Warcraft. Okay,
1: oh. so, yeah, I didn't. I played for a long time. I really didn't really like it that much.
0: It was um, bored. I liked regular Warcraft because it's like Starcraft. But I hate. I see. I hate that too. I hate those kind of games. I hate but you. Hate them. I'm
1: Korean. I have to like them. They're stupid,
0: dude. Okay, nice. I have to like them. I had a buddy of mine. He was like, "Here, watch this." He was playing a Starcraft. He's like. Watch this video it was 30 minutes of somebody else playing the game. I was like, "This is wow. mind-numbingly stupid." Try watching a whole tournament. It's so bad. I was like, "This is boring." I, I, I go I, to BlizzCon and watch all those tournaments. <laughs> fuck no, <laughs> it's huge in Korea. Um, ooh, some exciting video game news though. Oh yeah, listen, I'm excited about it. I don't get into video games very much. Like, there's some games I dig. I do. Uh, one I'm super stoked about. Doom. Oh yeah, it looks so good. It does. It looks so brutal. And I like that they're they're going back to kind of the silly. Yeah, I
1: like. Yeah, I like that they're going
0: back. I love Doom. I they're love getting Doom away from 3. trying to make it
1: a huge story.
0: Yes, they're just. But they're, they said there is a story. There's there a mystery there, but they're. I like that they're just about making it fun, a
1: gory shooter. and fast paced. Yes. Which I, oh, I can't
0: wait. I was excited because I, I remember whenever um, I pre-ordered Doom Three. Uh huh. Uh, which I enjoyed. I I liked
1: it, but man, it was slow.
0: It was really slow. Sorry, Um, any game
1: where you have a pistol and a flashlight and can't use both at the same time drives me nuts. Yeah. It's like, it's a pistol. How hard is it to use two hands with a pistol? Who's walking around going? The animation costumes. I got my flashlight. Oh, there's an, there's an enemy. Well, I'm going to sacrifice being able to see it to use two hands as you shoot this gun.
0: Yeah, it was kind of... <laughs> it's not yeah. a shotgun. It was um, kind of a pain in the ass. Or if there's a way you could, like, craft it to, like... To together. Tape it? Something, something ghetto like that. I don't even care, man. But it was... But I, I still like it. Graphics fun. Gravity really good. It was oh, fun. But was, yeah. yeah, there were some flaws. But it like
1: turned it. into Dead Space, to me. Yeah, well... Dead Space turned into it. Well, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, those two seem very similar to me. I wish... When I think of Doom, I think fast-paced running, killing monsters. Yeah, exactly. Not hiding in the dark, trying not to get done. Because if you look
0: back and you go back to the Super Nintendo or the, I mean, the original PC when it was originally out, um, everybody loved it. And what was the story? (laughs) Demons escaped from hell onto Mars. Yep. And you had to fight them. Yep. That was the story. That's all we needed. Now, again, today we're a little bit more advanced we're not advanced but, but like we expect we, more we expect this. more from our video games and they're not discarding that they are giving us a story which is
1: fine it which is
0: great it but they are focusing more at least according to the article they are focusing more on the fast paced fun really? of the game and that is exactly it what it should be I don't understand that
1: mindset of like well it has to be 100% story and the, 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 everything else is myth. because it's like when you watch a movie yes there are movies that I love that are huge huge in-depth stories and they're amazing. Same thing with games. There's also movies that are fun, quick action flicks with very minimal story. For examples, Judge Dredd, the new one. the Dredd. Yeah, Dredd. Judge Dredd, not so much. Judge Dredd was fun. It was fun, but it it wasn't like fast-paced. It was (laughs) mixed. But Dredd, okay? Like to me, Die Hard is a very basic story. Very well done. I love it. Yeah. I'll go with that, John Wick. Yeah, very basic story. I, I love, love that. I, just, you know it. I love you know. I just watched
0: it last night. Do You know what I love more about John Wick? What? That the typical story with most of these revenge plots is like you killed my wife, you killed my child. This was like you killed my dog. The the dog that my wife gave me. You killed it.
1: The only the only thing that my wife gave me after her death that was gonna help me get through grieving, you killed it.
0: And I love that it was a dog. Like it yeah. could have been anything else. It could have been like killed my child or something like that. Because most people would be like it'd be like the general story would be like, oh he you killed somebody. Close you to you yeah, close But what was really cool was like they acknowledged that one, sometimes your animals are like your kids. Now, it's completely two different things.
1: Yeah. But, like, to me, it was almost like... <clears throat> this was his grieving process. Exactly. Like, the dog was there to help him grieve. And you killed the dog that was helping him grieve. So now, the only way to help him grieve is to kill everyone
0: else. <laughs> exactly. It was so fucking awesome. It was
1: great. Like Now, I, like I said, I watched it last night. Yeah. I had only heard about a few scenes at the beginning. But, like, well, hummo and all that. So that was fun. But... Everyone I talked to was like, oh, it's the best movie. Like, that's so much good. So action, blah, blah. And I was like, okay. And I felt like it was almost built up too much for me. Yeah. Because then when I watched it, I was like, like, this is good. But I don't know. And thinking about it later, like I tried to separate it in my head. The movie was amazing. It was phenomenal action flick. But I feel like they tried to push it too hard for me.
0: Like they were like, Everybody build it it's going to be
1: amazing. You're going to love it. For me, and I did, but I feel like they
0: almost pushed it too hard. For me, uh, with John Wick, it was one of the best action movies that I've seen in the past 10 years. Yeah. Easily. Yeah, uh, if the not movie. the best, Um, John Wick. Yeah. And that was actually followed closely by The Equalizer. See, I haven't seen that yet. I have it. That's that, my next movie I plan on watching. That one you really should... I, I, I'm not going to build it up. It's a basic... It's not even a revenge story, really. No. It kind it's like,
1: of it's is. It's like... It's like... Because I heard, like, he retires.
0: Yep. I don't know... They don't say exactly what he is, but...
1: But, like, he was some kind of agent or secret specialist, whatever. And he works, like, at Home Depot. Yeah. Right? And then, like, these people start messing with the people that work there.
0: Uh, no. Not even that.
1: Not even that. All, all I saw in the trailer was, like, basic. the girl with the
0: ring. I'll give you the... Uh, here's the basic plot. That's just, like... Him realizing what he could he can still do it and what he can do to kind of get the right out of his ledger uh, to er- try to erase all the bad things he did. Oh, start okay. using his powers, quote unquote powers for good. What really kicks it off is he befriends a hooker, a prostitute. Makes sense. Um, naturally, he just sits in there in a diner, eats uh, pie oh, by, by himself. No, it's uh Chloe Moretz. Oh, okay. good.
1: It's a good trade. Yeah, totally. I'm cool with
0: that. But uh so basically he sits there goes in there every day eats a pie reads a book and uh she's in there and they end up talking back and forth and he, they become friends and then he happens to see one day uh he's walking with her uh they go I can't remember what, what they're doing but they go out on a walk or something like that um her pimp pulls up takes her back and smacks her and he starts to go towards him to you know cause he's gonna kill the shit out of him <laughs> uh, and then, and then like, uh, he stops and then they give him a card. He said if you ever want a, a really good one here, I'll give you anybody. So he goes to the place where the plate, uh, where the people are at. And, uh, he gives him like $10,000. I'll Said give you $10,000 if you give me that girl. He said, she's mine free and clear. And then they don't. So then it, it he, they talk shit to him and then he starts to leave. And then he stops and what he does is like a tick. He just opens and closes the door like a few times. And That's he weird. starts counting. And he looks around he looks at his clock he's like 18 seconds. And he proceeds to kill the shit out of everybody in the room. In 18 seconds. In 23 seconds. Oh, he's like, He's like, ah. like oh, 23 seconds. On. And he sits there while well, uh, the other guy, he, the guy, he shoots, the, stabs the guy in the neck or something like that and he's waiting out. And he talked to me and said you should have taken the deal he said "Now you didn't now you have to slowly die and just watches him die it's whenever it was first uh, the trailers first came out I was like oh great there's taken with Denzel <laughs> um whenever uh it first came out uh, the first trailer uh Came out, I was like, yeah, it's Taken with Denzel Washington. They just okay. kind of tried to pick up on it, you know, about five years too late. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, whenever I finally sat down and watched it, I was like, holy shit, Denzel Washington's a badass. It's oh, yeah. the same silly. exact thought process I had whenever I watched Taken for the first time. Because remember that first was re- the trailer first time, I was like, Liam Neeson? Yeah. And then I watched it, I was like, oh my God, Liam Neeson. How about that? Have you seen Book of Eli? I have seen Book of Eli. That was fun. He badass. is a badass, but this is a different kind of badass yeah. in this one. He's, um... I, I love the uh,
1: what they talked about in Book of Eli when he's doing that machete fight underneath the bridge. Uh, yeah. Um, they did that all in obviously one take because it doesn't cut away. Um, when he was talking to the guy who was training him, he said like he picked it up so fast, and like that was like the first or second take. Really? Yeah. The one they kept. But yeah, it was he was like... He picked it up so fast. It was just like, it was just like, bam, he did it. It was amazing. But yeah, I, I like Denzel. I, I'm so glad he finally won uh, what was it called? Uh, Lifetime Award. Oh, he did, didn't he? Yeah. He deserves it. It makes sense. Totally. He's done so many good movies. I'm glad they had Tom Hanks give it to him.
0: Yeah. I was... Um, yeah, he's definitely done... Just a bunch of really good movies, and
1: um but yeah, I I, I want to see Equalizer. It looks awesome. I love the scene where he's in the, the coffee shop <laughs> or the diner, rather. That scene that, that in the trailer at least it looks kind of funny. So, but I like it. It sounds like my kind of movie. It totally, it's but but that's my thing. Is like you can have it just a fun action flick with minimal story, and it could be amazing. You don't have to have an in depth twist turn. Exactly, and that's what this
0: one's not like deep story it's a pretty basic story Yeah, that's the thing with like with doom
1: it's like you have a basic story have fun exactly it's like you're here these monsters are here you have to figure out why go kill that's all you need you don't need anything else for a doom game no however you do need more for that in a doom movie
0: uh yeah
1: as we found out yeah
0: that movie was dog shit I will tell you what though That last 30 seconds. (laughs) That last 30 seconds was bomb. It was fun. Um, But the
1: rest of the movie
0: was just... They really tried... They just really went off the name of it. And like, okay. And they didn't even do do it right. Because the thing was demons... There's a portal to hell on Mars. They open it. And demons come out. Now, I get they had some of the people turn. Which it looks like that's what they're going to do in the new Doom game as well. Yeah. They're kind of zombie-esque creatures. They totally needed more than what they had in there. there. They it's... have the quote-unquote Pinky Demon, which was the guy crudely named Pinky. <laughs> and it didn't make sense. When I was watching, I was like, okay, I get it. Ha, ha, ha. He's the Pinky Demon. Why did he dis- uh, get deformed this way while well, the other ones all look pretty much like imps that were melting yeah it, it didn't make sense I was like this is stupid yeah and they tried really hard to make it like the game and then they did the last like the the, last the, th- the first person thing which was cool but it was already like by that time it was already too late it was already ruined
1: because it's like at the end of the movie you're going well that was kind of neat why didn't we do that the rest of the movie
0: yeah exactly <laughs> i would have taken a fucking first person movie well, i don't know why was... they haven't made one tonight. like yeah. honestly like
1: make make a short film it's all first person it'd be fun
0: wait have they
1: that I know of, not that I of. I still wanted to see that real time horror film with Elizabeth Olsen.
0: Oh, it's not very good. It's not okay
1: because it sounded kind of cool. Like it's all
0: real time. It's okay. It's not though.
1: It's not in real time. Nope. They said it was. It's not. They lied. They did. That's that. Makes it sense. was made
0: very much like Birdman was. Oh, okay. Uh, made to look like it was all done in one go, but it's not. Fair enough. It's. An okay movie. It's not, it's forgettable. What was it like Silent House or yeah. something like that? I do like her though. I love her. She's easily the best Olsen. Um,
1: easily. <laughs> easily. Um, and I personally think she's prettier. Fuck yes. Way prettier, dude. Yeah. Um, Just like El Fanny. I think s- El Fanny is
0: prettier than... De- speaking the of Olsen. Okay. Rumors are going around.
1: Rumor has it.
0: about Civil War yeah there have been three deaths filmed three deaths Uh, well three deaths filmed and three funeral scenes filmed really yes Uh, three deaths the ones that have been filmed are Scarlet Witches uh, Falcons and Bucky's interesting Now, we can do the process of elimination. We know Bucky's not going to be the one to die. No. He's got too many films left. As does Falcon. The only one who doesn't have very many films on her docket... Is Scarlet Witch. Right. So we're looking at... Most likely, she's going to die in Civil War. Along with... Steve Rogers. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, Personally... Yes, it happened in the. A bunch of purists are going to be are like yo, it's happening in the comic book. One, they're not going to do it exactly like it was in the comic book. I'm almost positive, Um, but I would have preferred them to wait because I know he's going to die. Obviously, I would have preferred though they waited until Infinity War Part One. Yeah, I would have hoped that his death was the reason they all got together. Yeah. Um. In any case, though, I'm excited to see Bucky take over. Yeah. That's who I'm assuming is going to take over. They could they could go, because they filmed that, too. They filmed... Um, I know
1: people were saying, like, rumors th- were rolling around saying they were going to have Falcon take over.
0: Oh, you know what? No, it, I, I lied, though. It wasn't three deaths, or three funeral scenes they filmed. It was three different versions of the ending they filmed. Okay. One ending had Falcon taking over. One ending had Peggy Carter, or... Um, My Peggy, uh, her daughter, her granddaughter, whatever, whoever was, her taking. over. I can't remember her name, but yeah. And the other one was Bucky taking over. Uh, I'm almost positive they won't let her take over. Yeah. Um, they could. They could. There's no reason, but no real reason. But it it doesn't make sense sense for Bucky. Yeah, they could do Falcon too, but again, he hasn't had the serum, and I don't want to sound whatever, but um, you kind of need that serum to be Captain America. Yeah. You know what I mean. Because he took over in the comic books, right? Uh, Bucky took over in the comic books. Now, officially, in the in the new... The new 52, Falcon did, right? Well, not or new 52. 52. Sorry. The, but the new version that... I uh, what they call it. Uh, Marvel Now. Yeah. I like, think is what they call it. I don't know why. Uh, Falcon took over. Yeah. Which was cool. I dig that. Because they had Thor, do too. Yeah. Uh, that's a bit more of a com- uh, complicated story. They still have the regu- regular Thor.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but Jane Foster was able to pick up his hammer and became Thor, transformed into a female Thor. Uh, but whenever she dropped it, it turns out she has cancer. Hmm. And she's dying. And every time she picks up the th- hammer and turns into Thor, she dies faster. Makes sense. So, ultimately, she will eventually die. That's uh, good. She deserves it. Yeah, fuck her. Um, so, yeah, I, I think we're looking at Bucky taking over his glass. I, I heard after Winter Soldier, he had still six films to film. Six huh. films or seven films, which would do. After this, he, which I do think includes the cameos. I'm not a hundred percent sure. I think that's what they count as, like the um, bit parts they, they play. Okay. So we had uh, Winter Soldier, obviously was one. So after that, they had we'll shoot low, say six. Uh, he had a part in Ant Man at the very yeah. end. Obviously, he's in Civil War. Yeah, we're gonna go ahead and assume that he's in both. Infinity War movies. Yes. That's, I mean, that's five. He's always one left, which will be the next Captain America movie where he's Captain America fully. So I think, uh, it's safe to say he's going to be the one to take over, yeah. which makes sense to me.
1: Unless he's in, no, honestly, there's no reason to put him in that. So he, they can put him in Doctor Strange. There's really no reason. No, we're to put in that. Yeah. If
0: anyone's going to be in that, it's going to be Tony. Yeah. Start or uh, vision. Yeah. Uh, yeah, apparently the uh, Scarlet Witch's death is what, it'll, it'll send Vision into, uh, Vision into space. He'll go off and figure out what's going on, because apparently he's having visions of Thanos, or who we find out is Thanos. Right. So he goes out to see what's going on, to find out what the big threat is. So I think we might see Vision in Guardians of the Galaxy. Which would be awesome. But I have heard that Thanos plays zero part in Guardians 2. Which is okay.
1: Yeah, you think he Our would, I heard ethos though,
0: the living planet is e- the big bad in that one. Or really shows up in it. But like, they're gonna do a fucking planet that lives? Yeah. That'd Bravo. Cool.
1: Yeah. You see, uh, when you said that first, when you said, like, Bill, and I was like, wait. Because I know... Oa? Is the, Oa is the, the living Greenland. planet.
0: is the Greek planet. Green... Green Air, fuck me, Green Lantern planet. Right, um, that's Oa, the living. I guess the living planet as well. But this is like literally like this planet has a face. Oh Jesus, yeah, that's what I'm like. They're going to do that. That'd be awesome. Cool. Um, they do it right, and I have also again heard for Thor Ragnarok what they're going to do. Again, all rumors. This is what I do all day. I have a lot of time on my hands now, but uh, so I find out all kinds of uh, uh, shit. <clears throat> Um, apparently what the big story is uh Loki and Hella, the guardian of the underworld right um a scheme to basically what they end up doing is destroying Thor uh, Mianor, mianir okay. Uh, the Destroyer's hammer and banish him. he goes off not to Midgard, but to another world. And when he gets there, he has to battle uh, a group of warriors, and then whenever he comes up and he has to, after he makes it through them, he has to fight their champion, and their champion is Hulk. Interesting. Uh, so they're gonna <clears throat> it's gonna try to form uh, Planet Hulk into uh, Ragnarok, which I think is interesting.
1: Well, because they can't have a single they have to do it
0: this way It makes sense Uh, so they're doing that and at this point uh, somehow uh, Bruce Banner and Hulk's Bruce Banner's mentality kind of melded with Hulk's because he's been Hulked out for so long everything kind of formed and now he's got the intellect almost like the intellect of Bruce Banner but the fucking Hulk Um, so you'll see just pretty much all Hulk in the movie which is cool I I dig that yeah well, that's um, all you really want anyways, most of the time. Like, yeah.
1: well, honestly, they, up to Ruffalo, it's all you wanted was just Hulk. Yeah. But now, like with Ruffalo, he does such a good job. Yeah, you're like, I don't want to see Bruce. Yeah. Um, um, which is cool. You I think I, I, since I, I, they're I, doing that, they might go towards doing, um, what do they call him? I can't remember his name now. Red Hulk? No. The one where he's like, killed everyone in alternate universes oh um, I forget what they call him anyways I can look it up keep talking um but anyways do you think they might do something like that possibly I
0: doubt it I don't think they're gonna build into that yet especially since they've already got the story building for Infinity War that's already like their big story they're going into and that would be something they would have to build for a while uh but apparently this will be what he gets to his scar Scare. I'm not sure how to pronounce it. S K A A R. I believe is how you how you spell it. Um, the planet that Hulk becomes champion of and Planet Hulk. Um, so we're gonna see Planet Hulk, and then it's basically their road back to Asgard, uh, trying to get there to save it. But again, Loki is a big part of it. People are kind of sighing and you know being pissy, but I'm like, why? Uh, Tom Hiddleston's fucking brilliant, and Loki is a the best villain they've come up with um ever yeah I mean I'd, I'd say Kingpin possibly um yeah, from the Deadpool series he's uh probably the only one that's close other than that the rest of the villains they've made are just eh. yeah maestro maestro yeah
1: I mean they be I mean, could... like if he have the intellect and and because oh, because my thing is is he would be we would still have our Hulk yeah but he would we would see Hulk come from another from another universe like the same things happen where he has the intellect built because that's what happens it's his intellect stays and he stays the Hulk and he just says like I want to see how powerful I am and ends up killing everyone like his belt has like Iron Man's mask on it Captain America's shield on it uh, the Falcon's helmet um like. All this different decor from all these people he's killed. And he goes from alternate universe to alternate universe to alternate universe, killing all of them over
0: again and over again and over again. And he comes here. And... It could do that. supposed to stop him. But it would be hard... I mean, because they're already... Thor doesn't need that. Yeah. In his movie. I think eventually if they do a solo Hulk movie again, they could do that. Or even they could do that as a lone Avengers movie. Yeah. Well, I will they could do that after... And he comes back and it, it ends up being, like, Hulk has to kill him. He's the only one that can call him, make Hulk the hero of the Avengers this time. Yeah. Um, Cause they think they could do this after,
1: like, after this, the next Avengers movies.
0: Yeah. They're right. If they're going to do that, would be after. I think it would be after that. Because uh, Infinity War 1 and 2, that's going to...
1: Yeah.
0: That's their that's their priority right now, as it should be, because that's a huge story, and I've heard something like seventy two characters are going to be in it. I wonder how much money they they spend on actors. That's what I want. to Yeah, that I want to know enough to take us out of a deficit. Yeah, that's got to be it's got to be up there. Um, it's it's gonna be cool though. I mean, I, I'm excited for it. Um, but I think we're gonna see a lot of major. I think Vision what you, one Vision's gonna be dead first it? movie. Yeah, he's got to be. Because that's that's what the like, the first movie is going to be. Um, Thanos getting the Infinity Gauntlet loaded with the gems. Mm-hmm. That's what's going to happen in on that one. And he's got to kill Vision to do that. Right. Which is okay. Which sucks. But it's okay.
1: He's going to have to like hurt attack Doctor Strange.
0: Yeah. You know? But it'll... Doctor Strange's got to be a huge part of the second part. He's got to be. Oh yeah. Um, I, I would go ahead and say that. Drax should be the one to kill him.
1: Yeah. I think that's how it should
0: be. Yeah. I think Drax should be the one to kill uh, Thanos. I think that'd be cool. That'd be kind of neat, yeah. I don't know who else I could do. I mean, I guess I could do Hulk do it. Because you can't imagine. Because he's already... like He's a huge guy anyways, obviously. but Hulk got takes to... Drax and spins him and throws him at him. <sighs> like the Wolverine. Like the Colossus of Wolverine yeah. and Wolverine move. He just
1: pulls out his... And he just whoa, That'd be kind of neat. I want to see. I want to see the cover of a mag. There's one of the comic books I saw. I don't remember which one it was called, but it's it's an Infinity Wars comic book. What two out of six or something like that, mm-hmm. but it's got Thanos's hand and Spider-Man just in the middle of it. Like he's like this big.
0: Is it Infinity Wars or is it Secret War?
1: I think it was Infinity Wars because hmm. it was it was Thanos, but he you saw so you see his hand. And he's got the gauntlet on, and Spider-Man's like this big in his hand. Yeah. That's how big he that's gets. That's about right. I was like, oh my god.
0: It's, it, that's another thing. We, we haven't seen Spider-Man yet. Yeah, and he, we know he's there. And I love that, though. I love that we haven't seen him because that makes me like way more excited I to know. See
1: and, I'm sure in Civil War he's only going to be in it for like five minutes.
0: Fifteen minutes, maybe. He's going to have a fight in it at least. Yeah. And he is going to be a part of it. Um, I just want to see how the kid does. Black Panther, I'm excited to see. Yeah, he looks good. The costume looks good. costume nice. looks really good. The, the, I'm not... I'm not real well versed in that story, yeah. Um, but in uh, you know, basics, i
1: for circus. Huh? In circus? Oh
0: yeah, he's in that, isn't he? Yeah. Doctor Claw or something like that. Claus. I'm not sure if it's Claw though. Doctor Claw. I think it's just. I think it's Claws I think Cause it's, it's Klaus. I think it's yeah, because it's, yeah. it's he's Australian. Um. But yeah, he's or mm-hmm. New Zealand. He's Australian. In any case, it's gonna be awesome. Um, and then, I'm trying to think, Doctor Strange. I'm excited for that. Just yeah. gotta love Bennett Cumberbatch. I'm a Cumberbitch. a better dick? I'm a better dick. <laughs> I'm a bit of dick. Um, All these bitches. But uh, yeah, he's gonna be awesome. He looks the part. He's so amazing. I can't believe this Like I'm like oh my. Like, so look, the he's look, got the, the
1: collar with everything together. He's perfect. Like he, he looks. Us, just oh my like god.
0: Him. His face is perfect. Cause any other movie, if it was a DC movie, they would have toned everything down on him. But like Marvel, like fuck it, here it is. He sits it. Let's just make it hundred percent go. I love that. And that's uh, I love. Um, who was it? I, I saw somebody tweet. It was like, like last year. It's about they were tweeting about uh, the DC universe. They're like Batman, dark and gritty. Arrow, dark and gritty. Flash, fuck it. Here's a psychic gorilla. <laughs> That's amazing. That's exactly what it feels like with Doctor <laughs> Strange. I'm like fuck it, here it is, here all of it, all of here. mysticism.
1: Uh, I
0: just I want to see him and Stark talk. Oh my god! I was because uh, he's going to one up Stark. The only he will the only thing I was really bummed out about was that Andrew Garfield wasn't going to play mm-hmm. Spider Man because I thought the the banter that he would have had with Stark. Would have been fucking phenomenal. Been. I wish they would have. Kept now me. this kid, Tom Holland, I, I think his name is Tom Holland. Tom Holland. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I've never seen him. in anything He's been either. in one movie. I think it was Win Win, maybe, yeah, or seen it. I can't remember exactly. Um, he looks good. Like, he looks I the saw part. The, he looks the part. I saw the core video. he did, yes. which is cool. Uh, and acrobatics. He's very acrobatic, which is um, good. Athletic. That means he can do a lot more stunts, less CG. And I've never heard complaints about his acting. So I, I mean, I've got nothing to say. But if people are going to complain because he's new.
1: Exactly. Not they complained
0: Andrew, about uh, Andrew Garfield because he wasn't, because he wasn't Tobey Maguire. Exactly. To me, Andrew Garfield was a better Spider-Man than uh, oh, yeah. Tobey Maguire. I think even Tobey Maguire was too geeky to play Peter Parker, yeah. and I think Andrew Garfield was too cool to play a little Peter bit. Parker. I like think Tom Holland's gonna be a good mix. I don't know yet. Just, but, but, like so whenever I, I watched it, Andrew Garfield it was like, I mean, he's. I, I always took it with Peter Parker was like, he's so he's nerdy, so he didn't have a whole lot of friends. But I would just totally want to hang out with that dude. Yeah. Um. Tell me why. I don't want to hang out with him, but I don't look anybody wants to hang out with him. He doesn't look like a threat. <laughs> um. So yeah, I think this kid's gonna be a good mix of it. That's another thing. Like here, the biggest complaint was that Andrew Garfield wasn't geeky enough, which is hundred percent true. Yeah. But here's the thing: they've changed one what geeky is. Geeky and nerdy is cool now. Um. So it's hard to make that fit. It's hard to make it fit where it's like, yeah, he's a nerd, so people like him exactly <laughs> he's like no oh. but like even in the comic books they changed it and if you watch like uh, Ultimate Spider-Man the cartoon that was on Disney yeah um, even then he had a bunch of friends he was dorky but he had a lot of friends he was still kind of cool he fit that yeah you know it, it, he I think he fit it closer than Tommy McGuire did yeah Um. in this kid I think he's going to be the perfect mix though I think we're going to get a really really good so I'm excited to see what he can do exactly
1: I don't know like I, I just don't know him. It's hard to tell. Like, yeah, it's Garfield. Yeah. Like, I can tell how he's going to match. Like
0: his banter with with Stark would be great. With Tom Holland, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. how he I think us. um, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be interesting to, to say the least. Yeah, um, I, I'm just
1: excited to see. I don't know. Like I don't know if they'll be in the same movie at the same time ever. But whatever character Martin Freeman plays, I see him and Doctor Strange talk for just a split second. Yeah, it, <laughs> it would make me cool. happy.
0: I, but here's the thing Because um, he's not gonna be a hero I've always had this issue with martin Freeman okay um that he's a gopher what i don't know no okay. Not a gopher not those fucking <laughs> memes um no that he kind of plays the same character kind of like the squirrely pussy character almost you know what I mean yeah and not like and as watson on sherlock i mean but he comes a squirrely almost like Fidgety. Yeah. Because uh, that's the best word. He, he's super fidgety and fearful in Hobbit. And I'm so afraid that they're just going to do the same thing.
1: I mean, it all depends on what character he plays. Yeah. They don't have, he's, and it's, I he hope, already said
0: he's not going to be like a superhero. I hope that the rumors are true that he is the Red Skull in disguise. That'd be kind of cool. That'd be interesting. Yeah.
1: I know the first thing people would jump to was like Captain, Br- Captain Britain whatever that character yeah people are like no, it's no 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 stupid
0: no it's not gonna happen that's no. not gonna be him I figured, you, Jack I think his name is yeah
1: I figured they'd just he'd be like a reporter or something
0: he's a government official I know that for sure he sure. um, could be Hydra he could be Hydra Hell, Hydra
1: I've got a I've got a button <laughs> yeah, I, my vest for work and I put it underneath the collar like you still see a little bit of it but I put it underneath the collar <laughs> and I walk up to the table and I shake their hands I'm like Hydra <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's fun.
0: Somebody had teased the directors of uh so, of uh Winter Soldier. He said, "Did you did you uh, make uh, accept that movie just so you can make uh big time actors like Gary Shandling and uh, uh what's his name Gary Shandling?
1: I don't remember
0: the fucking plastic face looking dude.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. And Robert Redford say, hail Hydra.' I'm like <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, that was a that was actually a pretty big uh, actor." Like that's kind um, of cool. He they did he did make big time actors say stupid things. Yeah. To tell you what, the Lego games, mm-hmm.
1: the new one, the Lego uh, Lego Avengers mm-hmm. games, there's DLC if you get the season pass, mm-hmm. and uh, it adds like six extra missions that are based off Marvel Agents of Shield. Really? Yeah. I thought that was kind of neat. Bring a TV show into it. Like I can play as Lego Sky. Or whatever you're to call her. Yeah. That'd be kind of
0: neat. That interesting. me. I did hear, though, the shows are going to have a lot less to do.
1: Good. I think they should.
0: And the, I, the biggest thing is... That I think, s-
1: if anything, they should have special guests come from the movies to the show. But don't correlate it with the movies coming
0: out. I, like, I... And I haven't watched the show, uh, I think, the first six episodes I watched. But I do know, like... Season two. The events that happened in Civil... Or in Winter Soldier. Yeah. The uh, effect of the show. Which, as oh, it should did. be Um, it was such a
1: good but the thing
0: the only reason they're doing this is because Disney has split the movies apart from Marvel Marvel had a kind of a group of people um, that decided on everything in the movies and Disney's like no more of that it's split it apart although that Marvel still has say over the TV shows but technically Marvel doesn't have any more say over the movies right so they're splitting it up just because of that Right. I don't think it's horse shit. But I didn't watch shows anyway, so it doesn't really affect me. Now, when it starts affecting uh, Daredevil and Jessica Jones, yeah. then, yeah, I'm going to start to be pissed. But um,
1: yeah, I haven't seen season three yet of Agents. I'm, I'm only at season nine of season or season two, episode nine, just past the mid-season finale, and it's awesome. I, I don't know if you plan on watching it again. I do. Okay. Eventually. So I'm not sure if you know what happens.
0: I know that Coulson was brought back to life by some sort of magical nonsense and the Inhumans have been uh, uh, brought into the show.
1: See, I haven't heard of that part yet. I'm not there yet, though. Oh, the that, Inhumans have
0: been brought into <laughs> the show. Fun. I was talking about,
1: like, the main girl in it, who <laughs> she
0: is. Uh, she has powers, isn't she? Yeah. That's, that's where I about Quake powers or something. Yeah, she's Quake in the comic books. Yeah. Um, she...
1: Um, where I am, she had just gotten the powers.
0: Yeah, I think uh, that was the last thing I heard. She was getting the powers, and they introduced actual Inhumans into like fully yeah. prosthetics and everything, nice. like into the show. I haven't watched it, but that did not make me. I'd love to, see I love. need to Black watch Black it. Huh? I love to see Black Bolt. I doubt they'll have him in there. Probably not, because they're making an Inhumans movie. Yeah, they said the Inhumans movie. I thought they were we'll scrapping that. Nope. Well, I heard they're making an the Inhumans movie, but it will have nothing to do with anything in the Inhumans on the Shield on the Shield show. I'm like, that's, well, that's then strange. why fucking put the Inhumans on there? Yeah, because they've straight way. up called them Inhumans apparently. Which, Which is I'm like, you can't introduce them like that and then make not, a movie about them and not make any reference to that. It's kind of stupid. Yeah, but um, but I'm liking Agents of Shield.
1: I don't know. I, I haven't watched Agent Carter. I'm sure it's fine. It looks good. just just, terribly boring to me yeah I like her she does I didn't like her very much I like her I think she does a fine job I think she's boring she can be but I like her I like her I I didn't like her
0: I didn't like her in Captain America that's another reason it reminds me too much of Captain America the first Avenger I hated that movie I didn't hate it I thought it was nonsense Joe likes it he likes it more now. He didn't like it, I think, at first, no, and then he watched it again and liked it more. I didn't, I didn't like Which, it. But maybe I need to watch it again and give it another I didn't shot. I did enjoy it when I watched
1: it. The only thing I hated was that they just pushed Red Skull out so fast. Yeah.
0: It was like, Red Skull, bye! But he was supposed to come back, but the problem is Hugo Weaving already said he won't come back. Yeah. Which is like, then why to just have sign the contract, you fucking ass. Yeah. I don't like Hugo Weaving either. He's a great actor. He's a great villain, but he's, everything I've ever heard of him, everything, when I see him in interviews... He comes off like an asshole. Yeah. So I think, um, yeah, I'm not. I'm not a huge fan of him. I'm kind of glad he's out.
1: Yeah.
0: They need to see someone else put his face on. Yeah. Maybe Martin Freeman.
1: I don't see why not. That'd be kind of fun. He He doesn't doesn't look imposing though. But honestly, that could be to his advantage. It's true. He doesn't look like a threat, but he is. That's true. It would be cool to see Cumberbatch and him go
0: at it. That would be interesting. Because you've never
1: seen them fight. Not really. Like, hot, kind of. Not really, though. No.
0: Yeah, yeah, sort of, but not really. But it was. But, like, if you ever watch that video of uh, Benedict Cumberbatch filming his part? It was incredible. I loved so he just good. slithered around. Like, he was. He, like, went full fucking tilt into that. Oh, yeah.
1: I loved it when he. Because uh, Colbert, on one of his last episodes, had smiled on his show. Yes, I remember that. Broken through the wall and did a whole. Oh, my God. And. It was obviously Benedict, and doing the voice. Oh, so good! That was awesome. Yeah, I still love the covers of whatever sh- magazine that was, where Colbert dressed up like an elf, a hobbit, and um, something else.
0: Oh my god, I remember the dwarf. that.
1: Yeah, he, he did three covers for for the same magazine, and they just had like three different editions of the magazine. <laughs> and he dressed up like an elf, a dwarf, and a hobbit. That's kind of cool. Yeah. He had the long hair and the braid and the, the bow. And...
0: I think um, he's, um, I like him a lot. I'm glad he got take over for David yeah. Um That's awesome. Uh, I don't like the Hobbit movies either. I like, um, I don't like, really like Lord of the Rings. That's fine. Per se. Uh, I think they're okay movies. I thought they got too much praise. Um, but Hobbit movies, on the other hand, I hate. I think they're dumb. Really? Yeah. I think they're dumb. Okay. I think... I, I can't believe how fucking degraded the special effects got. Yeah, they were kind of weak. It was really like clear when they used CG. Yeah. Um,
1: I will say, though, I, I enjoyed it more.
0: And the problem, I, another problem I had was that uh, Orlando Bloom clearly aged. Not his problem, obviously. It's not his fault. He just ages because humans do that. But the effects they did on it were terrible. Yeah, he looked bad, and I was like, okay, I don't. I mean, if he, I looked, don't
1: know why they put him in the movie. It makes no sense.
0: Yeah, it's, that was the thing. I was like, it's like just just, don't it's put him just
1: in there. to relate it to Lord of the Rings.
0: There's exactly, no and they had to make that last little bit at the end of it where he was like, uh, he was like there's a ranger in the, you know, and wherever." It's like, fuck, fuck you. There's no need for
1: it. I mean, if it was in the books, more than fine, but it wasn't.
0: And the fact they made three movies was stupid. Now, here's the thing I I just recently read. Uh, Peter Jackson talked about that uh, originally um, uh, Guillermo del Toro was set to direct him. It was all written, went through pre-production, everything was ready to go, and then he dropped out because it took too long. And so... He was originally just producing, so he was like, Well, if I get I guess I'll just direct it. So he jumped in, started directing it. He wasn't given any time between, from the time they started the planning process till the time they actually started filming, was like three years for the Lord of the Rings trilogy, uh, whenever Peter Jackson took over. He hit the ground running on these. He didn't rewrite anything. As they're going, he was rewriting things. Oh, and geez. he's even said straight up the final battle scene, he said, there is no point to it. People went out there and just started swinging their swords, and that was it. There was no plan. There was no goal in the end of it. In the end game, it was just to fill it with stuff happening. He. That's why. Just listen. Like, well, it's clear that the move that obviously it wasn't a labor of love for him. Yeah. Uh, he. My biggest problem is that if he was so a. Uh, aware that it wasn't ready or it wasn't going to be any good, he shouldn't have done it. Should have stopped it. He should have straight up been like, well, let's listen, we got this delay just a little bit longer so I can get everything ready to go. Yeah. And I'm sure he'd even work with a lot of what Guillermo did, but, um, I mean, it, would, it maybe delay it a year, even.
1: Yeah.
0: That'd probably be enough. It just bothers me that they did that. Yeah. And it was shot mainly it's... on green screen, which I thought was stupid. That's um, dumb. I think, um, that's the same thing. Uh what was I talking about? The Lord of uh, no, the Star Wars prequel trilogy. Um who was I think it was Obi-Wan Kenobi or <laughs> his name, not Obi-Wan, uh Ewan McGregor or Ewan McGregor. Yeah. Uh he talked about how it was pretty much like he was sat on a green screen and did his lines of people. He said it was so
1: disheartening. It was just
0: like there was nothing there. It was just all it's, green screen. It's not a movie. Like I can't yeah. I can't react to anything. Exactly. And it's and even though he was the best part of the movie, those movies clearly, like, there was a lot of problems with those movies, too. I had an argument where we talked about, um, uh, with Joseph, uh, my other buddy, uh, talked about the prequel trilogy. And he asked why I thought they were bad. Because he likes them. Um, that's fine. It's fine. I said, I can still watch them. And I'm okay with it. I am not hard It's hard for me not, to get through the second one. He, oh, yeah, that one's pretty much gone awful. Uh, I can sit through Phantom Menace, even with uh, Jake Lloyd. We did. Um, we did, actually. We're I've 3D. sat through it uh, a couple times regular, and then even went to theaters to see the quote-unquote 3D. Which was not very good. It was horrible. Um, but uh, I can sit through the first one. I can sit through Revenge of the Sith. Attack clones is the only one I ever have problems with. So... But uh, he talked to me, and he said a guy at work uh, said that he can prove to him why it's bad with one line. And it was the line that Anakin stated about sand. I said, okay, that was a poorly delivered line. Well, not even that. It was a poorly written line about how sand is coarse. It gets everywhere. Just how fucking terrible it was read. My biggest problem is straight-up direction. Yeah. Uh, and writing, all of which was George Lucas. Um, that was the that's the biggest problem of it. That's why like the third of, one was
1: actually not horrible.
0: No, and I think... Because Yeah. Uh, I think he, yeah, because George Lucas had less to do with it than he did the previous two, and that's why it was better. Yeah, because Kasdan
1: came in and helped write the last one. But the
0: problem is just like, if anything, if you're going to go through any line in the, in the prequel trilogy that proves why it's bad... It's the delivery of the line, Younglings, and the scene whenever Obi Wan goes to see Padme. Mm. It said, "Even the," and he like pulls on his mustache. The Younglings, and it's like, "Oh fuck you, that's terrible." But uh, oh. the thing is, like, there were so much they hinted at such better stories that happened mm-hmm. in the movie. That actually showed us them, or showed us a great adventure. They showed us a lot of talking, a lot of politics. And the biggest problem is, and it's proven with what George Lucas said about Force Awakens. He said, Star Wars fans will love this movie. He made the prequel trilogy because they were what he wanted to make. Which I'm all about. Directors should be able to make the movies that they want to make. The problem I have is he created a universe already that fans love so much and have built fandoms around it, built religions around it, and then you're going to be like, fuck them, this is the movie I want to make now. And just make a political movie. Not even a yeah. political thriller, because nothing thrilling happens in that movie. It was him. He wrote bad movies. He hinted, you're supposed to care about uh the relationship between Anakin and Obi-Wan. But you don't. Know, because you don't see them go through anything together. They don't. Maybe in the third they, movie they you feel say, a little. They say stories that they've gone through stuff together with. Exactly, and that's it. But that's they're just. But you don't see it. They're they... just giving you dialogue of nonsense that yeah. you haven't seen. So in the second movie, you don't feel any connection to them, and they're not even together much of the time. Third movie, you can kind of fake your way through it. But even then, you haven't seen them go through anything together. For them to at the end to be like, "You were like my brother." Like, when was he like your fucking brother? Why? Um. And another thing they pointed the camera at the wrong person should never been about Anakin should have been about Obi-Wan
1: yeah
0: probably the reason being is and kind of again went back and forth with Joseph on this Uh, Joseph for you guys Joseph is different from Joey or Joe Uh, Joseph is another guy Joe and Joey are a different dude so just for future reference um it makes all the world the difference to me yeah um, anyways, Joseph and me went back and forth on this. I said, because we already know what happened to Anakin. Mm-hmm. So I think it was stupid to show this kid where we're like, okay, well, we know. And that's It's the problem with any prequels, anyways. We know what happens.
1: Yeah, that's the same thing with like the new Star Wars, the Rogue Ones.
0: Yeah, we know because what we happens. We know that they get the plans. Yeah, exactly. We know it. It's the adventure getting there. If it's fun if they point the camera at the right person. It's good. Well, then we, we don't know who dies. That's true. We don't know who dies. They,
1: that's what I love about that. Make us love who all everybody on there. That whenever they die. That's what I love. Like, yeah, we know that they get the plans, but we don't know who survives. We don't know what they went through to get these plans. Exactly. All we know is that many Bothans died. Exactly. That's all we know, and we don't even know what fucking Bothan is. <laughs> We're like the entire movie, like. Is that a Bothan? Is that a Bothan? A, Bothan. Did they of you just
0: wear labels. <laughs> I'm, so, a <laughs> I'm a Bothan. I'm a Bothan. Hello, I'm Bothan. They're like, uh, oh. <laughs> oh, one of you are going to die. Um, but but yeah. no, it's, it, it's like that. We knew what happened to Anakin. We yeah. knew eventually he turned to the dark side, which he is. Obviously, you show that in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> but show Obi-Wan well, because adventure. We don't in, know in what caused
1: of- him to turn to the dark more. And we kind of figure what it was. Yeah. But but you don't know. So what I would have agreed with you with is like what they should have done is like the first movie focus on Obi which they kind of did. Yeah. And then as the second movie goes focus more
0: on Obi-Wan and then kind of transition into both him and Anakin. That way by the, and, and that's even and I get like, <sighs> the biggest problem with Phantom in this is Obi-Wan's not in it enough. He's barely in it. By the end of it whenever he like turns into the badass and kills Darth Maul it should have felt like a real accomplishment, but it didn't. He wasn't even in the fucking movie. We didn't see him. So we didn't see any I mean, it kind was, it of change It was all him. Qui-Gon and Anakin, and that was it. And then, uh, and then finally, he's whenever he's like, I don't trust this kid, I don't like this kid, there's something about this kid I don't like. That's all he ever says, though. Now then the end, he's like, "Ah, fucking train him, fuck it, who cares? That's it. Well, Qui-Gon
1: would really have wanted it, so I'll do it.
0: Yeah, it's, it doesn't make sense. It should have been like, something like Qui-Gon would have been like, been like you already learned all you need to learn. You're a Jedi Knight, in my opinion. You need to take this boy and train him as your Padawan learner. So it should have been, like, from the point he got on the ship off Tatooine. First of all, he should have been with them when he found him. Straight up. There's no reason why it should have just been Qui-Gon, Padme, Jar Jar, and Anakin eventually. That was stupid. Should have been Obi-Wan all along. The first movie should have straight up focused on Obi-Wan and getting Anakin as his Padawan. The second movie should have been about Obi-Wan and Anakin's relationship together. And then the third one should have been about the relationship falling apart. That's what it should have been about. And that's why the movie's fucking failed. Yeah. They pointed the camera at the wrong person and it wrote shitty dialogue in a shitty story and had a shitty director. Fuck George Lucas, with a <laughs> stupid ass. <laughs> I agree. I, God damn it, that guy pisses me off. Everything... It, 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 <sighs> he shot everything on a green screen, which irritates the piss out of me anyways. Yeah. Not everything needs to be fucking green screen. You can't build practice. J.J. Abrams... In today's in today's world where everything almost everything is CG, JJ was like, eh, we can build that. It's a puppet. Fuck it. BB8 is a real thing. It's a real thing. The Has... Millennium Falcon. Yeah. He built the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. All the and parts of it. <sighs> exactly. He built a full, I think a full scale
1: scale. I, I think one. it was a scale Scale, role. but it was like a but,
0: pretty large yeah, scale yeah. one. And, and then, then he
1: built the parts of it to film inside. Yeah, exactly. Which he, is amazing. Exactly. And then um, they rebuilt the table, the chessboard. Ugh.
0: Yeah, but then you get George Lucas. Who's like Luke, George Lucas, acts like a fucking ex girlfriend who's got lost her yeah. shit.
1: But like, okay, even then, like you look at Lucas when he did the. Heck, we back on Star Wars. Uh, even when he did the the updated versions of the original, which um, yeah. the Cantina scene in six. Yeah, They added all the puppets.
0: Wait, six? Oh, six in the, in the sandbarge scene. The yeah. They, they, Jabba's palace. They
1: added all of the fucking CG puppets. Yeah. Uh, quote unquote puppets. Okay. Half the puppets there look like shit. Yeah. And then Abrams does this new one and you go into, not the same kind of stuff, but like you look at the different things that are even more complicated than those CG puppets looked. Yeah. Like BB-8, rolly ball, head. Doesn't move much. Exactly. I mean, that's impressive. They build something like that. Uh, it, when BB-8's going over the sand news and that creature comes up, goes back down, puppet. Yeah. It, you it's, don't need CG for every creature. Even in, in uh, well, I can't remember her name now, but the weird creature's... Bar that they go to, uh, the guy uh, with the goggles, the, yeah, goggles, yeah, the girl with yeah. the goggles, like all the creatures in there are or prosthetic makeup or, or, or costumes. Yeah, um, all the only CG stuff in there was like the games they were playing, and her, and her,
0: um, she looked good though. She looked she good. She almost looked like a puppet. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's the thing. First of all, she
1: looked like what Yoda should have looked like.
0: This is what happens whenever cool. CG one is advanced to a point where it's very good. Uh, too, when you use it sparingly. You use it on stuff you know you can use it on. George Lucas used it on stuff that he should never have used it on. Yeah. He built planets with the CG. Not just the planets. Obviously, in space, you're going to have to do a bunch of CG. But, but no sets. No, Yeah, no sets. Geno- all green Genosha, Street. was that what it was called? Yeah, Genosha. Genosha, yeah. It was all fucking... There, uh, there was, like, the pillars were the only things... Now, that were don't real. get me wrong. Like, Mustafar... Yeah, a great majority of that was going to have to be had to CG, be. Yeah, obviously. obviously. Do.
1: Um, but you look at the new one, the, the islands where Luke is. That's
0: real somewhere. That's a real island he was just chilling out on. Yeah. I don't know. It just bothers me so much. That, and people, I get it's, people defend it. Uh, and if especially if it was the first Star Wars movie you watched, which I believe in Joseph's case it was, I uh, get you defend it. And yes, it has its merits it did give us uh, Ewan McGregor as everyone Wong Kenobi and Liam Neeson's Qui-Gon Jinn. But well, she was kind of stone-faced. But yeah, he was stone-faced. He played, it real, Liam Neeson. Yeah, he played it real fucking chill and it, it, it was okay. And also he was one of the most badass villains only to take him away from us. Yeah. Which was stupid. It was, yeah. Well, unless Darth you, Maul... Okay, unless you read books. He comes back eventually. But that's not here nor there. Darth Maul... That's the thing. He should have been the villain throughout the entire series. Yeah. They shouldn't have... They went from Darth Maul then all of a sudden he just has Count Dooku. Yeah. I feel like Darth Maul should have been the villain going through and then Anakin's
1: kind of like... He's getting turned and Palpatine's like, if you you really want me to teach you, then you need to kill Darth Maul.
0: I think... Yeah. But here's the thing. I think... There's one or two ways they could have played it. Either they could have had it where the story is Obi Wan has to, even though he knows he shouldn't, avenge Qui Gon, Qui Gon's death. Yeah, and his goal is to kill Darth Maul, and then by the end, either he does actually kill him, he gets a kind of like, <sighs> uh, okay, well he's still gone. He kind of has to learn that lesson where like, revenge doesn't mean everything. It doesn't really make you feel better. The process. So they could have done change. that and it could have could have helped him grow as a character. Or they could have had where Anakin's the one that kills him and he's kind of like okay he's dead but I didn't kill him so it's just fucking there. The anger's still inside me somewhere. You know it, it, so they could have done both ways but in any case he should have made it to the last movie. Yeah. He should have been like the villain. Yeah. They could have had Obi-Wan
1: like beat him down and like get ready to kill him and realize like this is wrong. Like, yeah. You shouldn't do this. And Anakin Watson's like you're just weak and then kills him.
0: Yeah and then that's kind of where you've realized shit
1: that Obi-Wan like what are you doing why why did you do that and like whatever you know but it
0: didn't make sense to me in Revenge of the Sith where it's like uh Mace Windu comes in there and he's going to kill Palpatine. He's like we have to kill him. And then uh he's like that's not the way of the Jedi. We have to take him to trial. And then cuts his hands off. And then instantly is just evil it's like there was no he he was literally he was literally no no not not but like uh anakin was just like all of a sudden it was just like no this isn't the way of the jedi we have to and then he eventually cuts his hands off because you gotta fucking stop for a second because this isn't right and then he gets killed and thrown out the window
1: yeah
0: um so i think like it it was just weird that he's like no it's not the Jedi way then to, as soon as Mace Windu is gone he's just like I bow to you master I'm gonna go kill fucking everybody yeah, everyone it's, will die now huh? it was like all of a sudden it was just, it just was like a weird switch. switch. it was like George Lucas was writing it was like and now he's evil and now he's evil <laughs> that was it it was just like come on seriously dude he,
1: he throws him out the window and Anakin looks at him and goes I'm
0: evil now <laughs> yeah it's, it was just like oh Okay, it's just jarring almost. Yeah. I mean, we knew he was leading into that eventually, but it was. But it's just
1: like laziness. Like,
0: yeah, yeah. It, there's it, no build up to him being evil. It's just
1: like, well, I'm evil now. He likes it. Yeah, <laughs> he likes watching
0: yeah. him die. And I also didn't like Mace would do dying like a bitch. I know that bothered me. Like he was it's built up Samuel Jackson. Like, that. like I like that he was just like a mini character in the first one, and then like in the second one he turned into, like I'm a fucking badass. And yeah. just I'll tell you one thing I did hate
1: is Grievous. They ruined him. I'm not saying I, I
0: hate... It was a cool battle, but it then, was. yeah, then it was just like...
1: But the thing is... Pew! But the thing is, like, I don't understand Grievous. Is he a 100% robot? No. Okay.
0: He is an alien. Okay. And he's put together by robotic parts. I think it was supposed to be kind of like a hint of what they would eventually do to Darth Vader. Okay. Where it was like, well, cause he's I... organic. He is a human. It's a, but he's held parts. together by robotic parts. So he's more robot than man. And that's what happened with Grievous. He was more I was just, robot I could remember man. because I was like... But then he could cough and shit like that. It was... It know. was a peculiar character. Because if
1: he's robotic, like most, mostly robotic, then he really isn't going to be in tune with the Force.
0: And the way I've always heard it is that Grievous was a badass in the
1: books. Oh, yeah. And then, like... Well, they don't explain it in the movies, but all the, all the lightsabers he has... He killed Jedi uh, to get them. Yeah, from the Jedi's he's killed. So it's like, he's killed... At least three
0: Jedi. And I think it's just the throwaway line he says in the movie, too. He's like, I killed a lot of Jedi's. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just it just makes me sad. Yeah, I mean, it was a... I did enjoy, like, the fight scenes in there, uh, for the most part, were much better than yeah. in the original uh, trilogy. Yeah. Just because cool. it had more to do. They had a lot of stuff they could do with it. Yeah,
1: because, honestly, the lightsaber battle between Darth Vader and Obi-Wan. Yeah, i <laughs> <laughs>
0: Up high, down low, in the middle, and I'm gonna hold it still, <laughs> and then kill me. Oh, I'm dead. It was just yeah. It was like even <laughs> the, uh, as a kid, I'm like, oh my god, this is cool. And then, and then like when you go and you watch the prequel, I was like, no, this is fucking cool. Yeah, like they got Mace, better
1: though. Like the lightsaber battles in in episode five it, and six were cool. good.
0: yes, yeah, absolutely. They were very good. Yeah. We, they moved around. Yeah. Um, Six was fun. The camera moved <laughs> with it, um, and then uh, I I thought it was cool. Now some people might think it's you know double hand or uh, two sided to say like I hate those movies, but the lightsaber duels are fucking but they're, awesome. Like they're
1: entertaining. They're just they were, not
0: really well done movies. No, they're bad movies, but they have entertainment entertaining factors. Like Phantom Menace was a shit movie, and it's only bearable because you well it, you didn't know it the first time you watched it, but eventually you like you can watch it and get through it. Because you eventually see Darth Maul battle Obi-Wan and the yeah. Quiet. Uh, and that's such a badass scene. And I love, like, fucking Darth Maul just pacing back and forth like a lion. Like, he's like, I'm going to fucking kill you, too. That's it. I'm going to kill
1: you. But I do love that, like, Gwy-Gon,
0: he he's just standing there. Waiting. You see Qui gon take in, like, you. it's like he realizes, like, I'm going to die. This is the end. I know. I just,
1: it sucks. Every time I watch it, like, I don't. Because if you
0: watch him, like, he does what, um, what Obi-Wan did. Whenever Obi-Wan, uh before Darth Maul very unceremoniously like, kills him in uh uh New Hope.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh he just closes his eyes, kind okay. of he meditated and yeah. then died. Before that, Qui-Gon sits down, meditates, and then goes back, goes at the battle, but then he knows eventually he's going to die and he's gonna have to die. It just sucks like every time you watch it, he's like this, this close, he could've made it. Yeah. This close he could have made it. But it was um. It, but it would give a give a cool performance from uh, Ewan McGregor, showing kind of like a dark side to Obi Wan almost. But yeah. even then, it should have lasted longer. That it should have lasted two more movies. Yeah.
1: Have, so have you have you heard what happens to Darth Maul? Yeah.
0: He gets robotic uh, legs, like the spider. No, it's like a spider legs. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's, I haven't seen. I just actually I watched the first episode Clone Wars. Oh right. because um, I've always heard like it's that's the best thing that came out of the uh came out of the prequel trilogy with yeah. that show.
1: I heard it was pretty good. I and
0: it. I wanted to watch it and the biggest reason I want to watch it is because I know Darth Maul eventually comes back. Yeah. I know it's obviously not the same thing but It's kind of neat. I want to see it. Um, First right. horns get longer in it.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember the other thing. Oh, I was talking to I was just thinking about those movies uh, which reminds me of playing the Obi-Wan game. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot about that. And some other stuff but it just like I remember playing those games even like episode one. Playing those games and, and the Jordicas rolling up. God, I hated them so much. They were. Because you're like, ass. Yeah, every time they show up, you're like, dang it, just throw, lightsaber, pull, slash kill.
0: <laughs> it was, I remember that. And then I, pl- I played, um, I remember I bought Revenge of the Sith video game. And it came out before the movie did. So you got to see scenes from the movie before the movie actually came out. So yeah. it was kind of cool. Um, you play it out. I beat it. In less than a day. Yeah. It was so fucking easy. And I mean... And I'm not a very good video game player. Like I'm... You know, I'm pretty good at... You know, Batman Arkham Knight or... Uh, the Splinter Cell games I'm pretty good at. And Hitman games I'm pretty good at. But generally speaking... Not very good at video games. That game I beat in less than a day. I can only imagine what a fucking... Regular video game player who's much better than me... How long it took then. Yeah. Because... I don't remember dying... And the game. Yeah. And I didn't... like I said, it's easy. I headed on
1: normal. That kind and of beat it. To me, like that's almost how Force in 2 was.
0: Huh? Force oh, yeah. I remember it's that so too. I beat that game. It was boring too. It like, was. The first one was
1: fun. The first one was really but fun. But I, I just don't understand how... In the first one, you get all your powers. And in the beginning of the second one, you forget them. Yeah. Like, how does that make sense?
0: You know what... I didn't I mean, even explain it. You know what upsets me even more? No Nights of the Old Republic 3. I know. To this day, man, it pisses yeah. me off. Just get used to us talking about that, because that's probably going to come up a lot. Yeah, everybody was like, well, you have the Old Republic.
1: Not the same fucking thing. It's not. Because it's... The storyline's not... I mean, it's there. But it's not. But it's 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 very...
0: It's generic. And even... Uh, see, people always bitch about the second one. Yes, the second one is far less better than the uh, original uh, KOTOR. It's it was so, so fucking awesome. It was so great. You were still such a badass in that game, and it was the idea that you can build your own—not just you create your own Jedi or Sith, uh, go light side, dark side, neutral. Neutral was the hardest to fucking maintain. You cannot was, stay one way or the other because you're
1: always like, "I want to kill this man," or and like, like one of the one, one.
0: one of the best armors in it is to have is uh, uh, the old guys uh, robes, right? Uh, Jorbin, something yeah. like that. Heavy uh, it, it's like one of the best armors in the game, but I can never. You could only wear it if you were true neutral. And you couldn't. You almost can never do it. I tried. I played that game so many times. Yeah. Went ultra light side, ultra dark side, and then tried the middle. And it's a like, fuck it dark side because I was pissed off. I was dark side more often than not because I got so mad playing the game. Yeah. I, I usually always. Most of the time I play those games, I always feel good. Um, but, it's, but it's. What's cool about it is, like. You. Don't just make yourself into a badass Jedi or Sith. You also make the people around you affect everybody. Mm-hmm. And there's one thing in um in the in the second one that I could never unlock, and it was Mandors, uh, man, the Mandor, the Mandor, Mandarin. Mandor, um, Mandalore,
1: Mandalores, yeah,
0: yeah, uh, his story,
1: yeah,
0: I could never unlock it. You always had there was a very specific way to do it. And I could never unlock it. It always made me so mad. Because like his because it was Kandor from the I think his name's Kandor in the first one. Yeah. It was the guy it was the Mandalorian that you had with you the entire time.
1: Yeah.
0: That's who that guy was. And it was supposed to eventually get to a point where he admits that, he talks about he was with Revan and he knows what happened. But I could never fucking unlock it. It's so frustrating.
1: Yeah. It was... But the, that game... And the closest thing we get to it now is Mass Effect.
0: Yeah. it's not the same. No but but it is great. I love Mass Effect. I played the first one. I enjoyed the first one. I haven't played anything after that. 2 is um, awesome. 3 is good, but it's weird. Yeah, I've heard, the I've ending, heard really mixed reviews about the... And then the ending.
1: Well, because like, the final ending of 3, it doesn't matter about anything you chose in the first two games.
0: Really? Not really. Huh. A couple things
1: here and there. Not really. Like... The biggest thing that changes the outcome of the third game is how many, because in the third game you have to like accrue an army for the different planets and the different people. How big of an army you get determines the ending, essentially.
0: Oh, really?
1: Yeah. There's other stuff too that are involved. Like uh, there's like missions that pop up that are timed. And if you don't do them quickly, then you don't get to do them. And some of them save a race. (laughs) Like, it's it's huge. So, it's like, you kind of have to do this to get their support. Otherwise, you can't help. They won't help you. And if you don't do that stuff, then you're screwed. And you get another ending. But, like, all the endings are pretty much the same. Uh, There's, like, three different endings. There's six endings. But... On. Two of them are the same, pretty much. Two of them are the same, pretty much. And then two of them are the same, pretty much. So there's a couple of different. three real endings. But yeah. But even that they're all about the same, there's not much difference.
0: I think, Um.
1: yeah,
0: I, I wanted to play wait in, for
1: but. Huh? I can't wait for Andromeda. Andromeda. Mass Effect Andromeda.
0: Oh, they're making another one?
1: They're making a new one. It takes place so many years, like a couple hundred years after three. So it takes place after, which means that you might see like a statue to. Shepard, Cole, whatever. Like, they don't talk about him.
0: Mm-hmm. None of those gonna characters be. are going to be there. That's cool, though.
1: Yeah, I like it. And it, it takes place afterwards, so you don't have to be like, well, we know this person survives. Like, Any worries about that, it takes place in a different time, different place. I don't know 100% what it is, but...
0: And that's uh, and that's kind of what I liked about like the KOTOR games. Like, it, it, the biggest complaint I have about games similar to that is, like is you're... Uh, a male in one game. Yeah. And then it, it, by the second game, it really doesn't matter because by the second game, you can change it. You know, like, like they had a line in there, like whenever, whenever somebody's talking about Reverend, they talk about him and there's just a simple line dialogue. You're like, we don't want him. It's a girl. And that's how you change it. It's like, oh, okay. What I would really like eventually. And I, I know it's gotta be pretty difficult to do. Um, have it where the your original save dictates what happens in the new game. Right, that'd be interesting. Be an interesting way to go about it. Um, I've been looking online for the completed version of Sith Lords, um, which was uh, uh, KotOR two. Uh, I've been trying to find it because I got the new computer now, so it uh, should it'll play on there. But I wanted to play it so fucking much because I tried playing it on my Xbox three sixty the original one and oh, oh yeah. my god the lag is ridiculous I was like I remember it lagged a little yeah I've in the up. original game on the original xbox but I, I like on PC so and um, i found out that like because the 360 has to kind of emulate yeah, the xbox support. yeah so it's a completely different monster altogether
1: yeah yeah the new mass effect takes uh says so takes place long after the events of the first three games in the Andromeda galaxy so it's a brand new galaxy well, well past what happened.
0: So ultimately, that doesn't really matter what happened. No. That's fine, though.
1: But That's why they're not calling it Mass Effect 4. And they said at uh, E3, when they came out and announced it, they're like, we're not calling it Mass Effect 4 because it's not. It's Mass Effect Andromeda.
0: That's fine. Yeah.
1: I mean, if you I know people that call it Mass Effect 4, that's fine. Just As long as you know it's not related. Yeah. Because I'm worried that people are going to get pissed off when it comes out. It goes, well, it doesn't have anything to do with the other ones. Well, no, oh, They no, never shit. said it would. That's the whole point.
0: And you know what I like? Um Yeah, I think that's a cool idea. And I might you know, I'll play actually play that one and uh uh I'm trying to think of there's another game. There's another game. Oh, Mafia Three. It looks really good. See, here I'm one of the, I I I don't know if very many people play the game. I love Mafia Two. Yeah, it was fun. Really fun game. I enjoyed the game. Great story, uh really well done, fun gameplay. Um really cool open world game. Yeah. Uh, so whenever, like I saw the announcement trailer for mafia three, I was like, Oh yeah. I am so excited. Uh, told my wife about it. I was like, and cause I remember the game fondly because there was a point whenever she worked at Walmart, uh, she had to work overnight for a little bit. And so I'm already a night person anyways, what I ended up doing was staying up all night. So she got home and we went to bed together. Uh, uh so she would do that. I would stay up all night playing Mafia too, And I got through the entire game during the week that she was playing uh or doing uh overnight. So I always remember fondly finally I'm like, it's a game I play whenever you're on I was like, Oh they're making that again, I'm like it's making a sequel to it, it's gotta be awesome. And it's got the the main character uh from the second one. He's one of the characters in the third one.
1: Okay. So I like, oh, oh cool. They yeah. said,
0: that's the thing they said. They said, well, we know it's been a while since we made it, but we didn't want to just not ever mention that guy's story again because it ends kind of on a cliffhanger. Uh, the second one does. Right. So I was like, I'm glad they put him in there so they can kind of talk about what happened to him. Um, but it was really cool. It was a, it was a really fun game. I'm so excited for the third one. Uh, I'd never played the first one though. If I remember right, the first one came out whenever, cause they made the, the game, the Godfather yeah. and the Godfather 2. Um, Godfather had a somewhat, uh, of a connection to the movie. The second one really had an, almost no connection to the movie. Um, but it, they're both pretty okay games, but I think Mafia 1 came out around the same time. Uh, there's a string, for whenever they're like, we have to make a bunch of Mafia games because people love the Mafia, so they did that, and then right. shortly thereafter it was like, uh, L.A. Noir. um... But I, I'm waiting for them to do a, a Grand Theft Auto that's based... Yeah, based Mafia times to be interesting to see that. Yeah, or, I, know, um, I know when I was a kid, I don't, I don't remember how
1: the game worked, but I had a game called Mafia for PC. And it wasn't the same style of game. It was a weird, like, you own the Mafia. And you control it. And you can tell people where to go and what to do. And you put a hit out on people. And it huh. was a weird game. Like I don't remember how to play I just remember it was like a city streets and you you had a people and they did stuff and you kind of controlled it. So
0: you never really did anything yourself.
1: <laughs> and then I saw like Mafia for, for like Xbox. I was like, why? <laughs> and I looked the trailers like,
0: oh, oh, oh okay. Oh, okay, that's different. Um, I loved them. Do you remember this game? I, I always ask, I, I end up asking people this and I, I can never really find anybody that remembers it. Uh, The game Princess Tomato.
1: I've heard of it, but I've never played the it. The
0: original, it was on the original Nintendo. I had the game for years, and I've never once beaten it. And it bothers me to this day. Because it's so weird. It's not really an RPG. You just walk around, and people come up, and you choose things that you can do to that person, or do stuff to the environment. You know, uh, you're looking in the mirror, it's like, what do you want to do? And you can do, like, punch mirror, look in mirror, steal the bar of soap. Stuff like, it was random things. I was like, you pick punch mirror. Punch mirror, like, mirror broke. It's like, oh, great. Super. Pick a glass. And I remember, like, you go into a maze, uh, like a... Uh, was it one of those, like, text-based games?
1: Sort of. Like, I hate the ones. I love playing them, but I... I what bothered me the most was Walk South.
0: Yes, it was a lot like I that. I those. It was like which way, is
1: like south. I know. Yeah, they're fun, but it's like, it's like they don't give you a map. You have to remember. Say, oh like, well, I walked west, so if I walk south now, that I'm in a new area. Like, I'm, then I to go. I'd have to go east to go back to this building, and it's like,
0: just tell me where I am. It was uh, yeah. It was. So give me my a mini map. map. And imagine it's for kids. And I had it, I used to, when I was younger, I played it for so long. I can't, I can't even remember an amount of time I played it. I had played it at times for so long. I had to stop because my eyes and my head started hurting real bad. So it was it was really bad. And, like, uh, the last time I tried to play it was probably, like, 15 years ago. Yeah. And it's just, it's a pain in the ass. But I just, it bothers me to the same. like, I don't know what happens at the end of it. I don't know how to beat it. Yeah. And it just bothers me now. The
1: first game I played that was like that was Zerg. Which is like the classic version of it, which yeah. I played. Um, and then the next one I played of that was Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, which was you wake up and you hear the noise of a bulldozer coming towards your house. Mm-hmm. And it's like, get up, make coffee. Like, <laughs> like, I was just trying to recreate the TV show, <laughs> the British version that I'd watched right. as a kid. It's like, get up, make coffee. <laughs> I was like, go outside, lay down in front of a bulldozer pretty much. I was like, Well, then you have to wait for Arthur, or uh, the other guy to show up. You're playing as Arthur Dent, you're just waiting. And then you have to
0: wait.
1: (laughs) And then the other guy shows up. It was such a weird game.
0: Speaking of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Yeah. I think we would feel bad about ourselves if we didn't talk about Alan Rickman. Yeah, probably. Unfortunately, uh, recently, uh, about a week or two ago, uh, depending on when you listen to this, Alan Rickman passed away from cancer. Yeah. Uh, along with him shortly before uh, David Bowie David did also Bowie. pass away. Yeah. Uh, while so both keeping it hidden like I didn't know either yeah, one of them had to, to the point that he released his new album took pictures days before his uh, fin- before he died. Yeah. Uh, and those pictures I mean he doesn't look sick. I mean he just looks like he's He's older. Older. Yeah. But he, if you think about it David Bowie didn't really age until just recently. Like yeah. he still looked pretty much the same. Yeah. Um, and like
1: I've never really been
0: Huge of David Bowie, like, his
1: I'm, music's. I like a lot of his songs. I really do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and, and there's a lot of good songs that he's done. There's a lot of good songs that he's been a part of, with like Queen doing "Under Pressure." Like, there's a lot of good songs.
0: Absolutely. He, he, if if anybody were to say that he isn't one of the greatest songwriters and musicians of our time, they're liars. He easily is. And at the now, same time, he's had a lot of bad songs. Yeah, like a lot especially of bad when he was songs. younger. <laughs> but like, yeah. that's the thing. Like. He was great, but he never really impacted my life all that much. And the same can be said for Lemmy from uh, Motorhead. Yeah. Uh, He did also pass away, again, from cancer. Fuck cancer. Jesus. Um, (laughs) Um, But he did, again, never really impacted my life. He also was a great rock and roller. Fucking fantastic. So The closest David
1: Bowie got to me was Labyrinth.
0: Yeah. And even then, it wasn't like... The movie was
1: shit, other than that. Yeah.
0: I fucking love Lyra. The movie is to me, I love it. It's it's not a great oh, movie. Oh no, no, I do love the movie, yeah. but it, yeah, it's it's not a. If you watch it and you were to remove David Bowie's performances from it, oh yeah, and if you just put any other actor in there, it would be horseshit. Yeah, um, so
1: so that's probably the closest I get to David Bowie. Exactly. Um, what I found out Alan Rickman, dude, it fuck. Hit me, like, I I I wanted to go home from work. Now that I got out at work. I wanted to go home. I was like, "Are you kidding me? Like, I, I'm done. Today's done.
0: Like, I'm over." It was, um, yeah, I mean, uh, it was, actually, uh, Michelle had texted me uh, about it. I was taking uh, my cat, uh, uh, my cat Gary, to the vet. Uh, my wife had been texting me about something that was going on at work, and then the next text after she went through a whole big paragraph of stuff that had happened, and she's like, and Alan Rickman died. I was like, what?
1: Fucking what? Someone told me at work, and I texted my dad. And I was like, so Alan Rickman died? He's like, yeah. I was like, because, like. To me, it's like I just wanted a confirmation from someone I loved. I yeah. was like, Dad, please don't tell me this. He it was... Like, yeah, I was like, oh.
0: And Here's the thing. And I and I haven't written for Omnibus Journal in a, in a few months, quite a few months. Um, I still work for him, uh, but I haven't written anything. Uh, and when he died, our editor, Farron, got on our Facebook account and messaged everybody to see if anybody wanted to write anything, that they were going to work on a group article. Um... Uh, some sort of a group article, and want every everybody, the editors and the writers' inputs on it. Uh, and then I said I'll write another separate ar- article as well. Uh, and so what the art the group article ended up being was where everybody saw their f- the first mo- hit, or saw him first. Uh, I was the only one that put down Die Hard, which surprised me a little bit. Yeah, that's my. Then first. again, I guess it goes to my age.
1: Could be. That's the first time I saw him.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, as Hans the Graver, he was he gave a beautiful subtle performance he, was, he he's never been a man of huge stature he's not a no, big but he was, man but he was but he almost showed you
1: how how strong you can be without having muscles exactly he like was he was
0: threatening and he, he was, was dangerous but that was, like, it was that voice. Yeah. That his voice so sinister, so evil, which is why he's always been cast as basically a villain. Yeah,
1: I mean, um, he's been in a couple of things. He's
0: been in a couple of things where he's not a villain. Love, but, actually, yeah, <laughs>
1: which
0: uh, I love. But with people, yeah, I've, I've heard people mention that is as, as unbearable as that movie is. He's a good part of it. I love it. that movie. He's never it, I, anything I've ever seen him in. I've never seen a bad performance, and that's a rarity in a year in a career that spans forty plus years. Not seeing one bad performance? Fuck. I can't think of any. Um, I've seen at least, but I mean... But definitely, I mean, Die Hard... And Die Hard holds a special place in my heart. um, Because, like, that was the first movie I really watched with my father. Like, my father used to watch it all the time. And I wasn't allowed in the living room whenever He watched it because it was so violent. And then it came the day uh, whenever I was to be a man. (laughs) I was going to finally watch Die Hard with my father. That's how I based it on I was like, my father gets to watch it. He's a man. I'm a boy. I don't get to watch it. So when I got to watch it with him, I was a man. I watched it with him. Oh my God, I love that fucking movie. To this day, I love that fucking It's one of my absolute favorite movies. Yeah. But his performance, I've never... The movie hinged on it. I mean, obviously, everybody talks about John McClane and well, Bruce Willis. Yeah. But this, the movie wouldn't be nothing without Alan Rickman. With a, with a bad villain? With a, just a bad villain. Yeah, it could have been cool because... John McClane is kicking ass. But then you have a shitty villain he's up against. You have a villain that's not bigger than him. But you have a villain smarter than him. And better than him in every way. And he just... He gets outsmarted at the end, obviously. Because yeah.
1: even, even when he gets caught...
0: He, he switches to that... Bruce one. Bruce doesn't know. he. Well, he doesn't know at first. He realizes he, it. He plays it careful. Yeah.
1: But like... But but McLean doesn't really know when
0: well, he doesn't realize that he's Hans Gruber. He doesn't realize he's the leader of it. Yeah. He realizes that he th- he thinks he might be one of the terrorists. Right. Um, but he plays. What I like though about that is that when you when you watch it and you listen to uh, Alan Rickman's American accent, it's like, oh fuck, that's what British people think we sound like. <laughs> <laughs> But it's, he gives such a good performance, and that's,
1: oh god, oh god, oh god, you're one of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh but
0: god. it's like, but he's easily, he uh, was always the most memorable villain, and to, oh, this, yeah. to this day, whenever they release a Die Hard movie, it's always like, oh, he's not as good as Hans, no. and there's never been a villain as good no. as Hans, the I only was that saying, came close was Jeremy Irons. Simon, yeah. Yeah, he was the only one that came close. close. They, they had to make him his brother. Yeah. To do it. That um, was so good. But it, there's not been ever one yeah. villain that's the out to But that's how we were compared.
1: He's easily my one of my favorite villains, if not my favorite villain.
0: Absolutely. Because I can't think of another villain I love more. He was easy, easily top three. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: if not one I think he's one yeah he, he I'd have to be sit one. down and think but I think he's one He, but he's, he's the he's perfect like he did such a good job and Dogma he
0: had a he was funny he wasn't in it all that much no but
1: his humor is so dry and I love
0: it and if you get a chance uh, listen to the latest episode which I think was January 15th of uh, Hollywood Babylon that's Kevin Smith and Ralph Garman's podcast uh, fantastic podcast so fucking funny I'm going back through the years. I'm in uh, on episode 80 now. I've gone backwards, yeah. um, which is hilarious because you hear skits they do, and then all of a sudden they're just not doing those skits anymore. <laughs> uh, but it's uh, it's a good podcast. But listen to the January 15th episode. Kevin Smith says goodbye to him, and it's just, I, I cried listening to it. Um, because Kevin Smith talks about him in such a way where it was like... <sighs> Kevin Smith, was he, he talked about how in Dogma, he threw out Alan Rickman's back with the wings that he had to wear. Because that was a mechanical prosthetic wing he was wearing. Yeah. And they worked it. And apparently whenever they worked it, they threw out his back. Okay, and sure. even when they threw out his back, he still did his job. He said there's even like the scene whenever he slides into the, like uh, during the dinner, he slides in there. That's because he had to sit down because his back was fucking killing him. But he still did his job. He said he was... He said he is the best actor he's ever worked with. He'll never work with a better. He said, and that's, I mean, the same time, I I know that he usually hires his friends. But, I mean, he has worked with Johnny Depp. He's worked with um, Rosario Rosario Dawson. Mm -hmm. He's worked with, that's actually about, as far as, oh, he's worked with Matt Damon and and, uh, Ben Affleck. He worked with Bruce Willis and Tracy Morgan. He, yes, not he, at that point, but he has <laughs> the right. Those are two people he worked with. True. <laughs> that I would never put on the same level. No. <laughs> but um, Kevin Smith has worked with the cast of Die Hard. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, said, much. but he talked about it because he said he hadn't talked to him in a couple of years. He said, but there had been times whenever um, Alan Rickman would reach out to him, and was like, "Hey, you know, how's your wife? How's your daughter?" And would talk to him and try to keep in touch with them. And he broke down crying in this. It was the saddest fucking thing I've ever heard. He started crying and said that all Alan Rickman wanted to do was be his friend. He said he never realized it until too late. He said it was the saddest thing. Um, listen to it, and I swear to God, like it's one of the sad. It's the saddest thing you'll ever hear. It's the best tribute to the man. Uh, I could never do it justice. I never knew the guy. I was just a fan, and that's the thing he touched our lives so much that we we take time out of our lives to talk about a man we never met yeah. because he did touch our. Because this is
1: to me like it's it's almost like it's almost if not well I don't
0: know about more but like Robin Williams yeah Robin Williams that that like, broke my heart the honestly the last celebrity who died that really bothered me like this was Ryan Dunn and people bitch about that because he he drove drunk yes he did I broke down crying whenever he died and to the, it. Bothered me so fucking bad when Alan Ripa died. I almost cried. If I wasn't driving and had to get somewhere, I would have fucking cried. It's, it, it hit so hard because you don't realize until too, until it's too late that this man has been through your life. If you're a movie fan, particularly, yeah. he's been, he's your been in your life.
1: He's been in a bunch of movies that you love and you didn't even know it. Like exactly. Looking back at all the movies I've watched with him in it that
0: I love. Exactly. I mean, Dogma is one of them. You, you don't remember he's in it. Or you don't. It's not instantaneous.
1: You don't, you don't go to that movie. Either.
0: Yeah, you don't pull that as an allegory movie. You you pull uh, Harry Potter or you pull Die Hard usually. That's usually where it goes. I even had forgotten completely. He was in uh, Robin Hood. Oh um, yeah, Friends of, Friends Thieves. of Thieves. Such yeah. so a cartoony villain, he, but he, he did was it so good. Ah, well. oh, take Christmas from them. It's like you. Mean, he he <laughs> took Christmas from the people. I mean, that's that's what I love about. Like, he he was
1: such a good dramatic actor. He was. He was such a good comedic actor. Even though he's a bit dry. He's, yes. He's British. But But he has so much heart. He's so good. He does everything 100%. he put he
0: put his heart and soul into everything. And you can feel that. And I think like and I've never seen Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, but I've always heard that was one of his best performances. Because he's okay, his his comedy
1: is so dry. And that robot is a robot. Right. So it's just like So it fits. Yeah. Like I can't do his version of the voice, but like in the old one I mean, one of the lines that I've said all the time growing up, I don't think he, I don't know if he actually says this in the new one. I have to, I have to rewatch it, but it's like, don't, don't hold, don't make me hold my breath, which I can't do. So never mind. I don't even know why I brought it up. Oh God, why am I sad? Like that kind of stuff. That's what he says. <laughs> so,
0: like, to hear Alan Rickman say stuff like that. His voice, just amazing. that voice, man. That yeah. just voice is so good. Yeah. But it's, it's more endearing whenever it's, when you take a villainous voice like that and somebody who usually plays a villain and you put into somebody who's supposed to be, like, the good guy, a caring person, it's it gives that much more impact. And I think... And I hate saying it because it was the most recent movie and probably the most popular movie, so a lot of people would be like, well, that's the most popular movie. Of course you know that. He played Professor Snape in Harry Potter. Yes. It really honestly could be one of his best performances ever. Hands down. Particularly... In Deathly Hallows Part 2. Yeah. Um, that last... The biggest thing that, that come out of it was like the challenge he had to overcome because uh, J.K. Rowling had told him prior to... And this is what this is what uh, made him decide to take the role. <clears throat> it was because J.K. Rowling told him what the word always means to the character and explained the past he had. Uh, not necessarily what happened. I assume with that she would have to tell him how, A bit. how it ended Yeah, um,
1: but I think she went through and explained
0: what had happened between him and Lily. and Lily and what's important to know about this is this is before the books came out this is I think at this point they only had up to Prisoner of Azkaban yeah I think it was just three um, and this is when they're making the movie so you know what four books out she told them what happened he knew from that point on how he had to play the character even the but directors he, didn't know. Yeah, the directors didn't know. And that's the thing. Like, the directors would tell him to act one way, and he'd be like, that's not how the character would do it. And, like, fucking trust me, that's not how the character would do it. So eventually, I would imagine, obviously, as we've seen, they defer to him. Right. As one, we showed As like any acted.
1: just be like... Hey J.K. Rowling, yeah, you need to call the director. Just saying, okay? Thanks, but
0: even then, like, (laughs) what director is going to question Alan Rickman? Yeah, that'd be fucking insanity. Yeah, Um,
1: at this point in his career, like, yeah, you just listen to
0: what I'm saying. And besides the fact that he played uh, one of the most memorable characters, um, he brought in like Daniel Radcliffe, Emma Watson, and Rupert Grant. Like, he helped raise them and make them. And Tom Felton, he made them better actors. Just from being around him yeah. you know and it's you you don't get that like uh, Daniel Radcliffe even had said that Alan Rickman went to everything Daniel Radcliffe did he said he would go to the premieres of my movies even uh, if he's not in them he still went to them he went to his plays every time he would make a play he would at least go there and be there opening night he didn't have to do that no. but he did it because he cared about it so it was, he had this fantastic coach of an actor, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and it's it's important to know, like, you you get to the end of the Harry Potter series and you get to that just pivotal performance of the character where everything comes together and you realize what the character's all about and that it wouldn't have been the same without Alan Rick playing it.
1: Because especially for people who never watched or never read the books, they watched the first movie. And all you're thinking is, is he's the villain?
0: Yeah, exactly. He's the villain. And then, he's the
1: bad guy. And then you watch the rest of the movies or read the books and realize, okay, in the first movie, he was he knew who Coral was. He knew what was going on. He was helping.
0: Yes. And then
1: as it goes on,
0: and, and then on, you're like, okay, on. maybe he is the villain. And then whenever he, the fact that he hates Sirius so much, it's like you kind of question whether it's like, okay, he's got to be the villain eventually, right? And then you get to book six, and it's like, okay, he is the fucking villain. He kills Dumbledore but an asshole. Fuck this guy. And then you get to book seven, and fuck me, he is... <sighs> He's not a villain. He's a yeah. good guy. You talk about like he Molly was in love with Lily, yeah. and and Harry goes to the Pensieve and, you know, remembers, or sees all his memories, and goes through and realizes what led up to that point. And he gets to the part whenever... Uh, he shows what his Patronus is, which was a doe, which was Lily's Patronus. And it was Dumbledore looking shocked and saying, after all this time, and he's like, always. So fucking beautiful. It was so good. And nobody else could have delivered that line and made such an impact. Nobody else. I don't care who it is. Because that voice, he was such a, he was a villain throughout everything. You you had. You wanted to hate him. You the wanted to hate him. Time. But then you get to that point, you're like, oh, Fuck, he's the most beautiful hero I've ever seen in my life. It was like it almost tr- makes you want to be like he's the main character. Exactly. Honestly, it only it seems like it almost he's in it almost as much, and it's it's incredible. He, he he was an incredible actor, and has changed the world and what he's done. That's his biggest thing. He said that acting, whether it's art, can change the world. Whether it's acting, music, books, can change the world. And for me, he's changed my perception of what a good actor is. Oh, yeah. And he's forever going to be the bar in which he, every actor is judged. Uh, it's, it's, it's sad that he's gone. It is. Uh, but we do have his many roles to look upon and remember him and know what a great actor he was. You will be missed. You will be greatly missed, Alan Rickman. Always. I'm Jake. I'm John. Goodbye.